Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast about wrestling from your friends at smartwrestlingfan.com. This is episode number, um, should have written it down. Tell me, tell me. 700. Mm-hmm. Mm, 70? Yeah. Nine, maybe? Seven, seven, nine, probably? Numbers, remember when numbers were so interesting? We now, we never hit anything. Seven, seven, seven was okay. It was awesome. What are we going to, a thousand? Thousands like next month, right? No, it'll be eight hundred. It'll be eight hundred next. That's our big milestone. Yeah, that's really that is pretty big. I think that's pretty big. Okay, whatever. Every week since two thousand five. Wake me when we're at a thousand. Okay, that's fine. Next month, I think we're hitting our. Don't. Yeah, I am Joe Negron along with Mr. Mutant Larry, as as you can hear there. Wrestling from the future. Um, Can you imagine what wrestling will be like by the time we're on episode a thousand? We're back in, well, we might have crowds by then, maybe, probably not. Um, you know what we won't have? Vince McMahon. Have oh, you seen him? Take him off of TV. Unless we're rebooting uh, Creepy, you know, with the Crypt Keep him creepy. off my TV. Oh, my God. I am just scared to death for that man. Think yeah. about it. The one time in history where it's almost guaranteed a death sentence for being old, and overnight he got ancient. He just... Well, you say overnight, but he hasn't. He's not on TV every week, so you just don't notice. Wow! And then what when if, he's on TV, you go, "Ah, that's all." If I see somebody two weeks ago and they have skin and meat on them, and then okay. I see him two weeks later and <clears throat> the skeleton, that was a T Rex. No, 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 that was not Vince. <laughs> no, I saw I saw two skeletons. Oh. One was this giant prehistoric monster, and the other one was a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Da 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 da. Wow. Jokes. I didn't even work on that. that <sighs> it was just wonderful, Larry. Just, just so wonderful. So, this is I'm the funny about people mm-hmm. tragic situations. Wow. Well, don't today. You can't do that today. <laughs> so, so many. Okay. But um, welcome to the show, Reggie's everyone. Open. We're going to talk about wrestling. This. Oh my God. We're going to talk about wrestling this week and the Money in the Bank pay per view, and um, how wrestling turned itself around in one week. And it's called. Yet really, really be called the wrestling hokey pokey. Maybe it didn't turn. <laughs> it, it turned itself around. But it maybe didn't. has it maybe ever meant yes when you've said it to me? It's it could. It, has it ever? No. Have you ever said maybe to me and it has meant yes? No. It always means I don't. No, I don't want to. Yeah. It always means no. You're an idiot. You have never said maybe, and it turned out that it was a yes. Well, it, sometimes because it's a joke thing. But other times oh, it's just because okay, I want to. I'm just shutting you down. Oh, means are a joke. Like the COVID. So what I want to say is, um, it, uh, wrestling turned itself around. It's almost like, uh, well, this isn't almost. The ratings got so low. They got so low that so? WWE went. We should do something that we've never <laughs> had to do before. Try. And then they kind of crazy. It's like wow, what happened? Yeah, but you do it too excited. No, no, but it's a great start. It's a start. I'd say it's a great start. A good start. Let's say that. Fair enough. Good start. Meet in the middle. That's how you do things. Win, win, win. Maybe. No, that's a that's a win, win. That is not ideal. So. Oh, Mm. compromise is not ideal. I'm sorry. Okay, so I just first week for a while. I am ready to talk about wrestling. Yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting because there's a few we good don't things. Don't ask me that Sunday night. No, it's a, there's a few good things to say and, and a lot of wacky things to say. Some, 
some news and some weird stuff happened and then some horrible things happened. And um, we'll talk about all those. Please, if you can, um, go check out our website, smartwrestlingfan.com. Check out our other website, patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. On Patreon, you can support the show, if you'd like, by becoming a patron of the arts, of the Smart Wrestling Fan, arts, arts. And then you you pay uh, whatever amount you want. And then if it's enough, we say, okay, here's all this stuff. And if it's not enough, take. or you don't want anything, you don't have to take anything. You just You just give. And it's great. It's a great system. Patreon is really neat for artists such as ourselves because we are artists. We're artists for your ears. We paint things and then you listen to them with your ears. Use your ears. Yes, I yeah. do. And then um, that's what we do. And there's really no way to get paid for that unless we we could we could just sell out and have millions of ads and all these things. We, we didn't want to do that. We'd rather have you listen or support us like PBS kind of thing, you know? So you don't have to give. The show is free. But if you want to give, you get the show early. That's good. You get the show first before anybody. Get access to tons of back content. Really, I mean, in this COVID environment out there, if you just got it just to listen to all the smart movie fans, holy crap. You would have a lot. You'd have a lot to do. So support the show if you can. That would be awesome. And uh, if you let's don't, get those if numbers you don't, we'll yeah. just have to go over them where the money is and do like conspiracy theory podcast and podcast about horrible crimes. That yep, we're about to leave and do that, and that is called victim's just reading. family probably listen to and cry. That's think true. about that when you're uh, enjoying your true crime. That's a, that's a good point. And also, all we're doing so. is sitting there and reading off a Wikipedia page because there's almost no talent in it at all. You don't have to do any prep. You don't have to watch any shows. You don't have to take any notes. All you have to do is read. That is. And somehow they make millions of dollars. I don't even understand it. Because again, you're not rewarded by the quality of your work in this world. But here at Smart Wrestling Fan, we we change that rule by letting you at home decide how much we get. So patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. Change the rules. Give us money. <laughs> That's our new catchphrase. It's pretty good, I think. And also... Oh, wait a minute. Okay, Joe, very good. I'm, I need to write that down because I'm drinking. Change the that rules. Can be on my, Give us Every money. time I get checks, I did you yeah. know you can write anything you want in the memo section? Of course you can. So I'm going to write that down. Change the rules. Change the rules. Send. Give us money. <laughs> and then also, <laughs> see what and what will happen is then when you we get to a certain tier, and you can see on the Patreon page on the left side, I think it is, um, there's this bar that goes up to 100%. When it hits 100%, a bar there? God, there is a bar, Larry, you should go there. And when it hits 100%, <clears throat> excuse me, we start doing retro again. Oh my God, retro. <clears throat> we, we would love to go back to a time where Ugh. terrible things happened. <laughs> Terrible but, people made money. Yeah. But oh, wait, still, today we, and yesterday. it is entertaining to talk about something that happened that long ago. We're in 1997 on the retro timeline. So if you want that, um, and also if you want to listen to all the episodes of retros we've done already, that's on Patreon too. So there you go. All those things you can do. And um, that's that. So I everybody this week. to see what I put on the last ones. Uh-huh. And I had Marvel super classic Marvel hero super checks, superhero checks. Yeah. And in the memo I put, I'm a superhero. Stop sending me bills. That's mm, good. You can put anything you want. And people don't know. You can, you can make things fun, people. And well, sometimes it's legal. Um, most of the time don't, it is. Don't stamp, just don't, don't stamp your name on money because I think that's illegal, isn't it? They say that, but no one ever gets in trouble for that. So. 
We'll see. Yeah, I guess you will. The show's going down with me. By the way, it's yeah. been how many years I've been doing this? Has any of our listeners ever gotten no. any of my money? You know why, Larry? The Stand odds the odds are probably better of them winning the lottery than getting one of your dollars. I'm not kidding. I'm not. They don't have to choose. It's not an if they can win the lottery and get one. Yes, of Yes, I'm dollars. saying the odds are much worse to, to them ending up with one of your bills. How many have I stamped in the last three years, or however? Hundreds. Long Hundreds. No, more than that. You, more than, uh, so thousands you're saying. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty rich. Right. I mean, I'm just throwing that money away. That's great. But I mean, well, how many strippers do we have listening to the show? Oh my God. I'm sure a lot, it just stays in that zone of business. They're not here for you. Um, so. It's not what they say. Well, that's fine. So. I'm here for you. As so long as I, money lasts. <laughs> let's talk about wrestling now. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's do it. I'm actually not going to say be all boohooey and let's talk about some wrestling. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about the news first. We have a run sheet here with news in it, and um, I'm going to do the ratings. And Larry's going to read a news story that's really not funny at all, but it's written funny because of where it's from. And it's horrible. Oh, can I guess the letters it came from? Yeah, you can. Okay. Okay. Um, last week's Monday Night Raw scored a all-time record low 1.6 million mm. viewers. Oh, my God. And they went into complete panic mode and quick changed the script. Wow. Holy crap. Did they flip it? They flipped it, changed it. That's what you should do. Upside down, whatever you want to say. Um, Where does that come say. from, Joe? Flip the script. It wouldn't fl- I mean, if you and your, all your time in the entertainment industry, what does flipping the script... How does... You fl- you How does that help? Right. You would rewrite it. You would clean it up. Well, you're you're not talking. You're not talking about the actual script. You're talking about the dialogue between you and whoever you're flipping it with. And once you flip it, if they were say you're in an interview, right, mm-hmm. and then they are saying, "Why do you think you're a good fit for our company?" You start asking them questions, and then all of a sudden they're nervous, and you're asking them. You flip it. You flip the script. That's the thing. It's it's not flipping a actual script like a. So you're coin. flipping the dialogue. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just not so a big know. fan of this that saying. Why do you think you're a good fit for me to work here? Well, <laughs> well, um, well, we're a Fortune 500 company. Well, I know, but a lot of there are a lot of Fortune 500 companies. <laughs> I think there's like 400 and some. Yeah, I heard. I heard the rumor that there's almost 500 of them. So. Hmm. Anyway, that'll be over 300 the script. so 1.6 million viewers lowest ever um lowest ever that is, is pretty low bad let's let wait wait hold on let's put this in perspective yeah. no holiday right uh, correct people are actually at home more than ever before in the history of ever right and that's the problem correct and we were going into a pay-per-view that's one of the better pay-per-views Correct. history-wise. That people want to see. A fun time. It's WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, and Money in the Bank. Those so are the ones people really want to see. There's no reason they should not have They should have low numbers. Except Correct. for those darn new unless, stars that are ruining unless it Unless those new stars ruin everything because they can't get over on their own and it takes time, Vince says. So, SmackDown Live. sells with extreme gravity and sucking in all the <laughs> gases and dust of the universe. Oh, I hate new stars. Yeah. They're, they're so, they're too new. Super hopeless. Yeah. 
Do you know Nova is Latin for new? Because when they saw stars exploding, they thought they were actually being born. You know, the Chevy Nova didn't sell um, in certain <laughs> countries because no, Nova means d- no go, like doesn't work. So they had to change the name. Worst car you ever had. Name. I'm betting a grim one. Yes. You don't even do cardboard. No. I do cardboard. owned in your life? Four. One. Seriously? Yeah. Or a California dude. That's not even how that works. Usually you'd be a New York dude if you only own no, one You're car. a New York dude. Mm. Um, I don't think so. Uh, SmackDown Live on Fox, they scored 2 million viewers, barely. Barely 2 million. So at least that's up from last week. Remember, it was 1.8 million last week. It was not good. Um, but people were interested in the go-home Money in the Bank because that was only two days before Money in the Bank. So, And again, Fox is in more homes than USA Network, so... That makes sense. Uh, AEW versus NXT, Wednesday Night Wars numbers, and AEW comes out on top with a live show as opposed to NXT's big hyped show with two title matches that we knew nothing was going to happen in. Uh, (laughs) AEW had 732,000 viewers, so they win. NXT only had 663,000. Again, both, you know, decent numbers, but I don't know. Again, like... Like you're saying, like it's like in a pandemic, new programming, especially AW being live or even you know live to tape by an hour or whatever, it should really have the, the it should really be higher. And there yeah. is there is a, a segment of wrestling fans who are also sports fans, and there's no sports now. Well, there's so. UFC, there's UFC, but that's woo, a whole different story because we don't talk about that on this show. But let's just say Dana White, maybe, maybe even more evil than Vince McMahon. Let's just say that. How about that? I don't know. Vince has a lot of experience, but Dana's an up and comer, man. Yeah. He is. He's, he's like the next generation. Striving to be the number one evil on the earth. Okay, so <clears throat> not good. Not good news. Let's let's do the news here. It's it's really bad. Where um, is this from? Oh, what was that? Oh. Something popped up. Alberto Del Rio. Oh, no. Very big. Arrested for sexual assault. Dot dot dot. <sighs> Alleg- well, God, these are all huge. Allegedly choked woman, burned her passport. What? Well, when you want someone to well, not be able to escape, order you burn their least. passport. But the point is, this okay? TMZ says a lot of wild stuff, and you know, and but but it turns out they're pretty accurate with their information. It's shocking, I don't know how that's possible, but they are. Um, they're a pretty responsible news outlet, despite how they write and how terrible and comedic they are or seem. Um, but. Larry, I'm going to have to fill in the blanks because at the end of this article, they didn't even say the two wildest things about this. Okay. You haven't even heard the two wildest things, and I can't even believe they're real, and they're horrible. I think I know one of them. TMZ Sports, why is that dark, has obtained the police report from the Alberto Del Rio arrest, dot, 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 and it's very disturbing. The accuser told police Del Rio exploded on her. What? <laughs> the accuser told police Del Rio exploded on her on May 3rd in San Antonio, Texas. Oh dash, God. dash, accusing her of cheating on him with other men. The accuser, <gasps> dash, dash, who cops say only speak Spanish, dash, dash. What? Is that an important thing to know? 
I, I, I don't care was, what language the person spoke. Is this going to come back in? Is this no. Chekhov's language? Mm-mm. Says Del Rio smashed her cell phone, her laptop, and attempted to burn her passport in an attack that started at around 10 p.m. on May 3rd and lasted until 2.30 p.m. on May 4th? That's a full day. Yeah, he needs to be in jail forever. This is bad. Who? Yeah. The woman also claims Del Rio attacked her, causing multiple injuries and her and left her comma quotation marks feeling woozy and dizzy from hits to her head. Close quotation. Now, I thought she didn't speak English. Yeah, I guess this is translated. <clears throat> guess she learned. There's more, dot, dot, dot. The accuser also claims Del Rio choked her and at one point, quote, shoved a sock into her mouth to keep her quiet. Okay, that's a quote, but it says her mouth. So who said that quote? Uh, the cop, probably. Should we? <clears throat> I know, I know. It's confusing. The woman says, quotation marks, when the sock was in her mouth, she could not breathe. Yeah, that can't be a quote. This is stupid. They don't know how to write, but still, it's this is getting it's going to get worse. I don't like this. When asked for information, the assaultant said, "When my mom's busy, she gets get cuisine." Okay, that's not, right now. Let's During skip that incident, part. The woman claims Del Rio also sexually assault sexually assault sexually assaulted her with his pp and other body parts. Uh. What? The woman is adamant she did not consent to sexual activity with Del Rio. Jeez. The woman told police that she is afraid of Del Rio. Oh, gee, really? And had planned on leaving the city as soon as possible. She, uh, the responding officer says he saw, quotes, multiple bruises, end quotation marks, on the ac- accuser's face, arms, leg, and neck. Del Rio, real name Jose Rodriguez Chuchan dash dash was arrested for domestic violence and aggravated sexual assault. <clears throat> According to his booking sheet, which he never shows up to half his bookings anyway. No. The 42-year-old is listed at 6 foot 4, 240 pounds. The accuser is five foot five, one hundred and thirty-two pounds. Ugh. Stay classy, Del Rio. Del Rio was a WWE superstar from two thousand nine until two thousand sixteen, winning the WWE Championship, the two thousand eleven Bat Royal Rumble, and more. He is also an MMA fighter who recently lost to Tito Ortiz in December two thousand nineteen. Wow. Okay, then- so here's what that's horrible enough. The other part of the okay, story for some reason. Jump back because reading it, I couldn't really pay attention to it because that's how reading works. Um, started around 10 p.m. on May 3rd and lasted until 2:30 p.m. on May 4th. Yes. Who can? I mean, outside of the horribleness of it, who could stay angry for like 18 hours? A monster. A monster, Larry. <laughs> A monster. A guy that deserves to be in jail. Like forever. It's just. Okay, so what but, else do you know, Joe? Okay. The other part is what the woman explained what happened. Part of it. Oh my God. It's so just, dis- this is the most disturbing part. And I can't believe they didn't put it in there. The woman, I'm going to let you read it. 
I wrote it down. Okay. Go scroll down. Okay, I have to go down to the bottom here. The woman told police he, quotation marks, forced her to wear a dress and dance for him. And that she began crying, that if she began crying, he, quotation marks, would take her son and drop him in the middle of the road somewhere. Yeah. Into quotation marks. What the F is wrong with this guy? (laughs) Well, you see, I I have questions because I've never heard anything bad about him. Oh, Oh, wait. Yeah. Everything you hear about him is horrible. Remember when he had said he got like stabbed or whatever and it was yes that's what i said about his skipping his bookings and page was like yeah there was the stabs lots of them and remember everything about him it's just it's just all you all these remember dark they both beat up and it was like yes yeah definitely someone other than us was beating us oh page yeah wow Wow. I wonder, I wonder if this woman got a tattoo of his name on how she's Think about that. Busted. She still has that tattoo of him on her. I think she got it changed to Fat Albert. Oh. And she just has a picture. But then the Bill Cosby thing happened. She oh, you're right. You can't, you can't win. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. I. What, what can and you, you know, say? He's uh, a scumbag. He was, I had, when he came into WWE, I was like, yeah. oh, this character is the best ever. Because it was really cool. Yeah. The character was great. Uh, oh well. And he has that, with real that, people ruin cool yeah, characters. Because again, right, he had that charisma that tricks you into thinking he's such a nice guy, and it's like, no, it's just all that almost never happens with sociopaths. <laughs> Sociopath is the only path to becoming a criminal or rich. There you go. It's horrible. I hate it. So uh yeah. Actually like go to jail for this. I'm saying he, went, he got arrested, he went to jail, but you know, he should be locked up for forever. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm guessing the whole forcer if you're doing this to somebody for almost a day, yeah. I guess maybe you just start making them wear clothes and dance. What is God, what is wrong with He's people? disturbed. He's very Twisted. disturbed. I don't like it. Um, let me tell you the other news bits and rumors because there's actually some good news and some bad news. Again, <clears throat> depends how you look at it. We'll talk about it during Raw, but the big news of the week is that yesterday WWE taped us a, a Raw and a SmackDown, and so Raw was on a few hour tape delay. But when Raw did air, we found out the big news: Becky Lynch is leaving WWE to have a baby. So she had to give up the title, and we'll tell you all the the details about that in the Raw review. Um, But that's it's huge. Um, Also, WWE, and again, we'll explain it in the Raw review, is bringing back the wild card rule under the name Invitation. But it sounds better. I don't know how, because Wildcard was stupid and it had rules. This Invitation doesn't have rules. It's just you can be invited from one show to the other. That makes more sense. So that's good stuff. Although, start. although yeah. I guess who's doing the inviting is the powers that be. Yeah, I, I would you rather have an authority figure though that's going to be really annoying and like hold everybody down? I wouldn't. 
I don't know. I kind of want to go back to GMs. I, I'm tired of this mysterious power to be and things just happen. But then it's just Teddy. It's it's either a powerful one that holds everybody down, or it's a generic one that doesn't do anything and just makes a straight up tag team match play up. And then it's like there's nothing in between. Mm. I'm ready to go back to GMs. Okay. I'm tired. Well, it, then they're going to have to. I mean, at least there was a character there. If there's, if you want GMs, like we're going to have to get something that's in between, and we're going to have to have creative creativity. But as shown on Raw, WWE are big sacks of crap because they can make a decent show. They just usually don't feel like it. So that's what makes me more mad than anything. When we talk about Raw and how much we liked it and all that, they could be doing that every week. They just don't. Because they thought whatever we threw out there is going to get around the same rating anyway. So it's not going to matter. Let's not try. That's a great attitude. And and before we heap too much praise, they really just tried. They didn't reinvent the wheel. No, but, but they, the problem they just is entertained us. WWE was, just it, trying a little bit shows a huge improvement. Yeah. That's bad. It's good for our entertainment value, but I'm saying it's bad. They are, they are some of the, you just, Larry, the billing dollar company, they shouldn't be so lazy and, and terrible, but hey, whatever. Um, also, uh, uh, Friday Night SmackDown. This Friday. We should yeah. see a intercontinental title vacancy type situation because Sami Zayn uh, isn't able to come back to TV, and it's been now. When when did they take WrestleMania? Like sometime in March. So it's been yeah. since then that he last was seen on TV with that title. So they're gonna they're gonna talk about that on SmackDown. So we'll see. But anyway, we have a lot to wrestling, lots of wrestling to talk about. A lot to wrestling as well. Uh, let's start with AEW. Want to go for it, Larry? Ah, uh, let's go for this AEW and Inner Circle Scoreboard. Ah, this okay. was sort of live. Yeah, and sort of entertaining. Jr. Tony yeah. Excalibur on commentary live from Daly's Place. Dilly's Place. Dilly Dale, Palace. Daly's Place. We've seen them from there a few times. Yeah. Now yeah. that is also. Where the footballs are played? No, that's that's the. This is the amphitheater. This is like where concerts okay. go. Okay. This isn't the same as where the Jaguars play. Wow, Cody versus Football. Joey Janela. Footballs. Joey is a very happy guy. I don't know. Is Joey Janela? How are he and Havoc friends? And if they are, should we be having some weird buddy stuff where You're- Havoc likes to? I don't know. Put nails into his nose and you're thinking of Joey. Havoc and um uh Kip Sabian. Oh. Joey oh, Janela is the other bad boy. He's the original bad boy. He's not super I'm, bad. Oh my god. Uh, I yeah, can't different different guy, Larry. Ah, uh, they wrestle. Jerry tells a story about somebody and chicken feed. What? I don't I know. Don't know. Okay, JR says uh, all this stuff like, I think he's saying stuff incorrect correctly and then saying that, uh, oh, what, somebody, oh, I'll correct it because cause people on, on the internet, they'll he, correct he, me. Yeah, that's Those, annoying. He does it all the time. He's like, this is Cody's biggest match of his career. Well, I mean, 2020 at least. And, and it's just like, 
I think he's purposely doing it. I know. He's because like, don't get, he knows don't. he's just so bitter about the internet. He goes, don't get after me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, a, it's, it's don't at me, bro. That's what it is. And um, uh, Crossroads, Cody wins. Now, Naya wrote, Natalia, why are these notes Nyla? Naya, Nyla Rose, video package with all her challengers. And then Tony interviewers her. And she's super grumpy. But Yeah, she's very still. angry. And doesn't really like uh, like champion Nyla Rose versus Kinsey Page. Who? Okay, Diamond Dallas Page's daughter. Oh boy! Which, didn't somebody wear a shirt about his daughter once? What was that about? Ooh, that was MJF. I was that. Oh, we're coming for a circle. It was not a good shirt. <laughs> First thing when Nyla comes out is Jarrett says, "There's no weight division in AEW." Yeah, why all like again? Did you have to say that? Mm, no, you didn't. he did. Does he ever say that about the men? Does he no, when no, when Marco stunts no, in there with, with with Andre the Giant? Does he say there's no weight division? No. But he can say, "Oh, it's true, it's true." I just said it's true. It's, you can't say it's not true. Nyla, this should be Nyla just power bombs Kinsey. Yeah. I put power boats. <laughs> uh, multiple times she wins. Nyla wins. MJF is some fake hotel backdrop thing. Was that a green screen or what? It was a green screen. They it was even. Bad. I thought when they came in, took the chair away and whatever, and put the throne in. I thought they were going to show us that it was a green screen, but they didn't. So. Yeah, I thought it was bad on purpose, but. But the promo he says he's was twenty four and he's good. not the rock. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's twenty four. He's not the rock. He's not all these old guys we're bringing back, and he's gonna take ECW by storm and all that good stuff. But it's not Sean ECW. Spears. You. What? It's not ECW. Oh, ECW. My notes say it is. Sean Spears <laughs> tells us Dustin Rhodes' career is over, and he blames Cody for all the horrible things that happened to Dustin. Not Dustin. Didn't they do that feud already? What? Wasn't that Sean's first feud was against Cody? Yeah. And there are three or four people who are just just floating around. Okay. All the all the super bads and original bads and Sean Spears. Yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. Pineapple Pete's are just floating around. <laughs> uh, Havocs and at ringside, MJF and Spears were gambling. So MJF is gonna wrestle Jungle Boy at the pay-per-view. And I don't know. But why you know, is Okay, first of all, MJF versus Jungle Boy for absolutely no reason for a pay-per-view that's in two weeks is called How Is That Worth $50? And then second, there's no card yet. It gets, you know, it starts to solidify on this show. But boy, oh boy, that's really asking a lot for 50 bucks for what, you know, they're just throwing stuff together. Also, why did was MJF backstage telling us about his big debut or return next week if he's right here? Well, and why did we have a promo and then he's out here with Sean Spears? That, that was funny. That's what that I just said. Just, <clears throat> no, no, but I'm saying why is it back to back? Yeah, yeah, that's bad too. Yeah, but uh, it was funny because he said if there is any problem, he may be overhealed. So, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, he's he's good. I just there's been too much talking, not enough wrestling from him lately. Okay. Non-title match: Champion John Moxley versus Kaz. Yeah. And it's a long match with good wrestling, and yeah. Moxley, of course, wins. Of course. So. Mm-hmm. And then, doesn't JR say something like, as my dear, dear, late, great friend Gorilla Monsoon would say, it's over. Did he That's say it. that? Yeah. Is is that a Gorilla catchphrase? I don't know. It's over? Because <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that. 
Yeah. So Gorilla, uh, if Dark Gorilla Monsoon attack, were here, Gorilla Monsoon would say, "Put a fork in him. He's done." Yes. That would, okay. That would be a good one. <clears throat> yeah. So Dark Order comes out. Oh, Moxley. sorry. Stick stick a fork in him. He would say, "Sorry." What'd you say? Twirl fork around. I said put. I'll put a fork it's in him. Put a fork in him. Uh, yeah, Dark Order come out and attack Moxley. SCU comes out for the save, but the Dark Order still has the upper hand. Brody Lee comes out and he beats up Moxley. He takes the title. He's or takes the mic and says he wants the title. And Moxley's fun. This is the Moxley that's fun because Moxley's yeah. all beat up and he's like, "You could have just asked. Sure, why not?" And then they beat him up again. That's wow. The but okay, but that then we're getting so we're getting Brody Lee against Moxley at the pay per view. How do you book that? So they don't do DQs. How do you book this? What do you mean? Who? You have the Exalted One lose already? Probably. Oh my God! On tape, this is a uh, this is cool. Brandy Rhodes responds to Jake the Snake's talking this, about her. Is this Brandy's greatest promo of all time? This is this is a good promo by anyone. This isn't like Brandy finally right. didn't screw up. This was a like good promo. <laughs> what is wrong with wrestling this week? I don't know. It's all of a sudden it's entertaining again. Yeah. She says, I know how you work, Jake. You're going to come out and you're going to beat me up. I've seen you beat up women before. But she goes, she says she's not like Bill's Monica or Ooh. Clea or or uh, Anthony's Cleopatra. But Cleopatra was a badass. I know. But Cleopatra was awesome. She doesn't like it because Jake. She was said. also Greek. She was not Egyptian, by the way. But yeah. And he says, keep she says, keep my name out of your dirty old mouth. Ooh. And I, put, I really like this. Ooh, that's nice. This was a twist in the feud, didn't you think? Yeah, except for what ends up happening next. Oh, yeah. But Lance Archer versus QT Marshall. And Brandy's there with QT. So is QT like their mascot? Did they change Pharaoh in for QT is, Marshall? When did he lose the name Marshall yeah. and he just became Marshall? That's generic. Mm, Whatever. How many gimmicks do you want him to have? I don't, I, well, that was at least a, a different... I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. Also, I don't understand why everyone, like the way they call Orange Cassidy orange, like if you called Big Show just big yeah. all the time. Why are we just calling Lance Archer Murder Hawk? That's like his hair. He's the Murder Hawk monster. I don't understand why, what is happening here. No one understands how nicknames well, work. But hey, if you just want him to be Murder Hawk, I don't know if that's JR's fine. Trying to make a joke. No, but, but multiple people do it. And it's on the graphic. So I don't, I, I, again, it's just my little problem with it, but whatever, they can do whatever they want. It's just, it's strange. I don't know if JR is trying to make fun of QT or just accident, but he says, he says that Brandy, she's one tough, smart woman. QT Marshall, not so much. I, I didn't think he was a tough, smart oh, woman. <laughs> maybe he is. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, Jake comes out. Jake has uh Brandy. I took the belt. What? Okay, that's not oh, right. Brody took the belt. We're told that during this match that Brody took the... I don't know why we couldn't see that in yeah. the film. Well, but yeah, I guess Brody stole the world belt. I don't okay. know if that's going to be part of the story, but now we know. It is. And we're told by the commentators that the other wrestlers make fun of QT Marshall behind his back. Wow. wow that's great to know. Yeah, that's awesome. Blackout mm. Claw. Is that what we're calling this? No, it's the blackout is the flip, and then the EBD Claw, that's Everybody Dies Claw, is the... Have they um, ever said EBD claw? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't remember. But that's what it was called in New Japan. So, I'm not sure. Archer wins. 
then after the match, Britt Butler comes in and DDT's Brandy. I don't, think it's, Britt, I don't think it's Britt, Britt Butler, because you're thinking Brett Butler, and she's like a thousand years old. Oh, I think you mean Britt, Britt Baker. Yes. Britt Did Butler. you say Brett Butler's drunk? She is. You didn't hear the, oh, the stories I could tell you about her. Uh, exalted One. This is the uh, what, what's happening next week. The ex- or is this the pay- oh this pay per view? Exalted One. Wait. Brody Lee. Okay. Versus versus champion John Moxley. Jungle Boy versus MJF is the second highest match on the card. Cody versus Lance Archer for the TNT title. I thought that would be higher up. And a casino ladder match. So they're doing their own Money in the Bank thing. You get a title shot. But okay, wait. Can you rewind? After you said that Brett Butler was out there, what did you say happened after that? Jake brings out a snake. Yeah, but you you can't just gloss over this. This was wrong. Why? What? He brings out a snake. What did they do? And what does he Jake do? Yeah, what does he do? Snake. Yeah, what does he do? Snake. What does he snake do? on people. Chasing right, people and that's fine. The putting the snake on somebody, that's fine. Then what does he do? I don't know what you're going for. Larry, yes, you do. No, I don't. What did he do to Brandy? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. What? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. I seriously didn't. He got down on in the ring on top of her. And did stuff. Did you make this up? Larry, it was real bad. How did you miss this? Were you just taking notes and drunk? I was drunk. Well, I was taking notes and drunk. I was doing two things. You expect me to do three? Okay, it was not good. I honestly don't remember this. It was kind of really... I mean, listen, maybe Brandy approved this. But I hope she did because, whoa, this this was gross. I don't remember this at all. In fact, I almost wrote my notes that they did the Brit thing to keep Jake away from her. Did uh, no nope. different feed than you? No, unless unless it was an edited version later that took this part out. It was pretty gross. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I have no desire to that. see Jake the Snake touch any woman. So you mm. don't. Yeah, you'll have to watch it later. It's not good. M, uh, next week, MJF returns. The Exalted One, Mr. Brody Lee versus Christopher Daniels. Best Friends versus Jurassic Express. Oh, my God. This show's going to be six hours. Yeah. Uh, Sheeta versus Penelope Ford <laughs> wow. versus Dr. Bill Baker versus Chris Stratlander. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Pineapple Pete. Plus an Archer and Roberts interview. Wow. That's a big rundown for next week's show. That's a lot of stuff. Taz interviews Derby, Darby, Darby Allen. And Darby won't ta- talk, and Taz says, well, I can help you offline. What? Yeah, I don't know. If you want to talk offline, what is Taz, Taz, is Taz weird. Taz is super weird. He has special rules that only he knows. He has, he's, <laughs> Taz is the inventor of house rules. Everything's in his mind, has to be a certain way, and if you don't do it his certain way, he get, throws a fit like, a, like an orange and black attack child. He just gets very upset. And you he don't says want to play you Monopoly him. Taz, he says you Taz has all these house rules in Monopoly. But he does. And he, it's all favor, it all favors him. And then he throws an effing fit. And it's just not good. So can only own one railroad. Yeah. That's what he said. Darby just walks off. Well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho out. Sammy and Jack Hager with him. And Pineapple Pete takes a swing at Jericho. <gasps> I guess he knows they have a match next week already. He does. Street fight. Now, after uh, when I went to when I went to bed early Sunday night, 
I thought this was probably the best thing of the week, but it was good. Street Fight Falls Count Anywhere, Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. This was pretty fun. And JR just, because he wants to be jerky, he goes, it's a street fight. I'm told Falls Count Anywhere. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm told. So, yeah. Hold me. Uh, and, and JR goes, well, this ref is pretty much useless. Don't at me, bro. Yeah. It's a street fight. So the ref is pretty you much useless. What is yeah, supposed to do? Yeah, but also you have to count. So the ref's not useless. Well, but I'm saying that if you're yelling that he's not stopping, because mm-hmm. uh, we see we get picture in picture is really good here because I didn't want to miss anything in this. So yeah. I am glad we had picture in picture. They do trash bits, bits. There's ice cooler. They put Matt, Matt oh my in God. the ice cooler. And Jericho, and come, he, Jericho just grabs a bag of ice, that 20-pound bag of ice that you get when you go camping or whatever, and he just throws it in Matt's face. You know how bad that is? Yeah, yeah. and as a, as a side note, because we always try – we're always the improvers. We're always trying to help. If you want to murder somebody, beat them to death with a bag of ice. Because it will melt, and then there's evidence yeah, will go done. away. Yeah, I learned that on Columbo's. Yeah. Uh, money comes out. <laughs> That's oh, never oh. been a Columbo episode. <laughs> they ram them into an ATM and money comes out. That's funny. Yes. Uh, Matt comes out of the ice machine dressed as in his, in his you know, broken Matt Hardy. What is it, Damascus or whatever? Damascus. Damascus, yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Then Matt gets in a golf cart, manages to get it started. Why don't they give – no one can ever – no wrestler can start <laughs> any machine in the history of wrestling. I know. Why do they got to get it started do, for them? They, we hear about how they drive so much, but how do they ever get the cars started? Because I've never seen a wrestler that can start a vehicle, any vehicle. But he runs over Jericho, which is hilarious. And then Kenny Omega gets the cart and they chase down Sammy, which is amazing. <laughs> and Jericho has a table. And oh, Kenny gets on a scissors list to go put Jericho through the table. Oh my God. Santana and Ortiz interfere. <clears throat> then Matt goes through the table. <clears throat> And then Omega slammed on the top of that. What was it? The cart? Oh, that. that yeah. Mm-hmm. Judas effect. Jericho pins Kenny Omega. And then when they win, there's a scoreboard in the back and it says inner circle. That was a super fun match. And I thought it was a super fun uh, NXT yeah. or NXT. AEW, not ECW. Yeah. So, yeah. Good show. Was going to be show of the week. Now, forced perspective. I couldn't tell if that really was the Jaguars field back there or if that was like a little tiny set that looked like it was. What do you think they made a miniature? Whatever it worked. Made me believe it. I'm not going to. That's the thing. It. I'm saying maybe that was really it. Maybe the amphitheater is really attached to that. I don't know. Made me believe it. I don't know anything. I don't better. know the sport ball and I don't live in Florida. So I don't <laughs> know. So I don't know the sport. I'm saying ball. I don't know these things. So, But that was the beginning of the week in wrestling. And I was like, okay, I bet everything else is worse. And I was wrong. And I'm happy to be wrong. <clears throat> yeah. We have emails so about AEW. This was from Ian. Eon. He says, this week's Dynamite started pretty great, had one thing I didn't like, and ended with one of the best pieces of wrestling television I've ever seen. Let's get the bat out of the way. The Jake stuff went too far. When he first came out, I was nervous about him getting sick. By the end of the segment, I was sickened. I understand building heat, but laying on top of Brandy made my skin crawl. He didn't just lay there. That was the problem. Brandy was right. This isn't 1991 anymore, and I look forward to her comeuppance. But there was something viscerally unpleasant about the way this segment was done. Yeah, it was just—it was just a oh, bad look. I remember what happened. You watched. Remember what happened uh, Wednesday night? 
I watched live and you watched. I watched live and you watched NXT. So maybe you saw a version where it was edited out. I got to see it. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to research. Mm. But I wonder if anybody out there wants to do the work, find out if there's somebody, some place that actually edited that out. I've never heard that. So I'm going to say you just missed it because you were drunk and taking notes. That could be. It is Arkham's razor when it comes to me and drinking. That's not how that's said. Okay, this is a shame because most of the rest of the show was great. After a month of tape shows with the same guys, it was a delight to see people come back. Everything from the matches to the presentation felt fresh again. Even JR sounded like he wanted to be there. He did most of the time. And then we got, I mean, not wanted to be there. I don't know if he wanted to be there. He did sound like it, though. And then we got the main event, and I have rarely enjoyed wrestling more. I won't rave about the big spots, but Kenny's... Like Kenny's insane scissor lift moonsault. It was perfect. And golf cart shenanigans. That was awesome. That Sammy eating the golf cart was fantastic. What got me about this match was a little detail. Sammy taking money from the ATM. Matt Hardy changing Mm. character twice. Yeah, and the ice chest was, wow. The inner circle logo over the Jaguars field. Okay, so it really is the Jaguars field. It was not forced perspective miniature. It was... It was really the field. Okay. So it would have been, okay, been funny if there had been a guy in a Godzilla suit, if it was. So now we know Daly's place is connected to the theater. Got it. Didn't know. It was, uh, now I learned something. Uh, it was wild. It was creative and it worked. It reminded me how good wrestling could be. Thanks, guys, Ian. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I agree with almost everything you said. So, yeah, <laughs> I can't even think of what I don't agree with. So that's good. Yeah, I, I, it's confusing when, because I'm sure Brandy did agree. That's not going to, but that's just it. I don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. If she assume, did, then. I'm going to say, I assume she did, right? But who knows? You never know. He might have taken it too far. I, I say she had to have, or else yeah, I do too. he's fired, right? Yeah. He's insta fired. If it, yeah. So, but still, it was very gross looking. It was not good. Um, I think it was a little too far because the snake part was fine enough. So, um, seeing if we have other AEW emails, I'm going to read this one. Let's read this really long email. Um, yeah, you read that really long email. Cause it says, dear, hopefully not Larry reading this email too late in the show because <laughs> it's a freaking t- statistics novel. Octopus Mask here with a second quarter of the reviews of smart wrestling fan rankings since the inception of the Wednesday Night War. This was technically due to the week of WrestleMania. This was technically due the week of WrestleMania, but as a father of three kids, each under five years old, trapped in quarantine while working a full-time job remotely, I took a break from maintaining my spreadsheets for a while. Hope you guys understand. Of course. Previously on the rankings roundup. Yes. Quarter one ended right between Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. AEW was just slightly ahead of NXT in a statistical tie for first place. SmackDown was solid third. Raw was, of course, last. Now the second quarter Wednesday night fight brings us right up to the week of WrestleMania. So Empty Arena Wrestling was in play at the time. And I'm a few weeks in the review. I can give you a preview of how COVID has impacted the rankings going into the third quarter of the Wednesday Night War at the end of the email. But as for the second quarter, here are the rankings. Remember, it's like golf. Lower scores better. So AEW, when he first reviewed it, Larry, it had a 1.6. That's first place. Mm -hmm. In second quarter, exactly that. Still 1.6. So it still wins. AEW's first. Now at number two... NXT in the first quarter it was 1.6 in the second 2.1 so they they we they slipped a bit. Um, first quarter Raw had a horrible 3.7 in 
it went up to a three for the second quarter to actually somehow make it really? in third place. I can't. Really? Yeah. There were a lot of weeks where we were really mad at SmackDown, remember? Mojo and yeah. what's oh, his name? Well, yeah, there was and, weeks that it was totally worthless. Yeah. <clears throat> it was just a garbage pit. And then SmackDown is in last place at the garbage pit. Originally, it had uh, 3.0. It was in third place. But now, uh, it dropped all the way to 3.4. So, yuck. He says, Raw dug itself out of a serious hole with three second place and even a first place finish in the time period. Meanwhile, SmackDown achieved a legendary losing streak. <laughs> Seven last places in Whoa. a row. Yep. AW was a bit erratic, setting another record by taking first place three weeks in a row on two occasions, but some real stinkers in Elimination Chamber dragged them back down. See, that's what's um, interesting about statistics, because if you just go by my memory, I was I would Bet money Raw was in last. Yeah. He said a round Elimination Chamber, so not and. Obviously, Elimination Chamber is not AEW. Um, what's happened since the end of the second quarter, right before WrestleMania, is quite remarkable. Raw's steady improvement has collapsed amid the era of anti arena <laughs> wrestling. I don't want to influence you, but if Raw scores last place on this episode, uh, they would have tied SmackDown for the seven consecutive weeks. Wow, guess what? Vince must have heard yeah. this because he said, we have to try. <laughs> he, wow. AEW, meanwhile, has flourished setting a new record four-week streak in, uh, in first place and three-week streak with perfect first-place scores. This is, this is a lot of information from all three hosts. I think the overall quarterly rankings will look much different between two and three if the trend keeps up. Of course, all these rankings are impacted by the fact that they're ranked, not scored. I think it goes without saying that COVID would have decimated the scores of the shows as wrestling quality is historically pooey right now. I'll be writing with my quarter three report around the week of June 29th or around episode, Smart Wrestling Fan episode 786. Cheers, Octopus Mask. Uh, P.S. Joe, I vote for more Smart Movie Fan episodes, but I would take more video game podcasts or Chat Biscuit type podcasts. I loved your Star Wars, Wars review this Christmas. Wasn't that fun, Larry? We went to see the movie and came that home and did a review instantly. It was the instant review. That was pretty cool. I loved it. Thank you for that no really got, long nope, email. You got on that quicker than we did. Yeah. Do you have a generic one you could read or anything? Do you want about music? No. Oh, you don't have it. Only I do. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, music? How about general? That's only for me. Cripes. I didn't Yay. want to I mean, talk so much. Oh, crap. And now I have to do a whole review. Okay. Forward me one while you read the other. No, it's fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do NXT right now. Okay, do it. Oh, I thought you went away. Where'd you go? NXT yeah. taped and same location. Am I? I loud? No, it's okay. Um, tonight, unless you have to. Tonight, tonight oh, it's sorry. Charlotte against Io Shirai for the women's title, and Adam Cole Bebe versus Velveteen Dream for the men's title. So that's great, great. Johnny Gargano, Sounds like a big show. It's well, that is a big show because there's other things to talk about, but we'll see. Johnny Gargano comes out with new music. Finally, no more Rebel Heart. So that's good. And he's wrestling. Well, well, okay, but the t-shirts are made. That's true. So it's not going away. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, Johnny versus Dominic, and it's it's a match. I didn't hate it. It was decent. 
Um, but then we get a Candace distraction and a turnbuckle cheat. Gargano rips off the turnbuckle and smashes Dominic's head into it. Springboard DDT and Gargano wins. So, yeah, he had to cheat to win. And that's the only way he's going to beat somebody big like that. So, I did not I did not expect to be interested in Gargano after the feud, but, but he's I He's a whole am, new so. character. It yeah, is interesting. So yeah. I'm I'm good with that. Good job. I, that's a, a plus. Yeah. Earlier today I'm, I'm looking to see if the whole Yep, Rebel Hearts a t shirt. It's it's official. I know it's a t shirt, but it's not going away then. Not for a while. That's an old t shirt, Larry. Mm, okay. Oh my god, it's an old t shirt. That all happens every time there's a there's a heel or face turn. It's all heart, no fart. Or oh my god, the, stop. What okay. It's all what heart. Is, no, what is the thing? All, all heart, heart, no soul. soul. Yeah. That's the new T-shirt. Um, that pretty but, much just describes white people. <laughs> wow. Um, but also, yikes. I can say that because I'm white. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> even true. Also, you were right. Um, Candace Candace has two names. She has Pint Size Poison and Poison Pixie. <laughs> so she's just got. So she's definitely at least. <laughs> Partially a poison Pokemon. Yeah. She may mm-hmm. be like poison, like leaf or something. I think yeah. she's poison and fairy type. Yeah. Oh, po- us. poison fairy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Is there poison fairy? Is, I, is, is Clefairy? Like, no. The fairy ones seem to be kind of friendly, so I don't think they would have poison. But you know what? They probably do. Um, earlier today, Imperium, and that's uh, Eichner and Bartel, cut a promo about wanting the tag title. So they're coming after... Timmy, Timmy, Tim Thatcher, as Tom calls him, and um, Matt Riddle. Do three people in Imperium need names? <laughs> I mean, really. What does that mean? It's, it's, it's Walter and the other three. Aww. It's true. It is so true. Mm. Isn't it four? Five? Walter and seven? the other three. Okay. I don't remember. Io Shirai paces backstage, and yep. uh, her graphic says, tonight. What, what does that mean? It means tonight. What tonight? <laughs> that, they've <laughs> never done What does that mean? <laughs> She's pacing that around. tonight, I guess. I, guess. I don't know. They mean That's there's a match, but there's no graphic. What? Tonight. I don't know. Tonight. That's so dumb. Tournament match time. Akira Tozawa uh, versus Jack Gallagher. This is Let Me Break Your Neck, the match. Little did I know there would be another Let Me Break Your Neck, the match later <laughs> in the night. Excuse me, Senton and Tozawa wins, and he's 2-0. and So he always wins on NXT, and he always loses on Raw. Why? I don't know why we're calling people up to the main show. Not, I'm calling up whatever your opinion of this. But why? Because, of course, they're going to say yes. They want to be on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. But then you're involved in something that supposedly means something on NXT, and then you do the jobber role. Why? There's other people that are not in the tournament that can job. <laughs> like, there's so many, as we've yeah, seen. I, I don't understand. I don't. It makes no sense to me. And so, it really, because it's hard to really believe this tournament's that great. Because... It is the cruiserweights, and right, then but, it's but, like, is it the real title? Correct. Or, it's not even right. It's not. It's a fill-in. But then also, we look at this and go, "Wow, I guess, I guess uh, these guys are all jobbers because when they go to Raw, they lose." 
So that's good. Tozawa gets interviewed and he says he's going to beat Phantasma. So, okay. Finn Balor tonight. You know what he's going to do? Tonight. tonight. He's going to tell us. He's going to, he's going to call out the person that knocked over his garbage can. Okay. Oh, for certain. Okay. I'm glad he found out who it was. And that's what it says. Uh, Tom, oh, Tom says COVID for the first time ever in WWE. Oh, COVID. Oh, you know why? Because they're doing this thing where they take sports jerseys and then they put a piece of masking tape over the back where the name of the guy is. And then they write someone really important's name, like a doctor or a firefighter, and then they give them that or jersey. A forklift operator. Larry, think about what in this is this is encapsulating the, the, the problem with all the world right here. They're taking this false idol sports person that like you okay you can't when you're born you can't be a football player unless I can't, you're when i'm born of course i was like i don't even what eight pounds wiseacre you can't be a football player unless you're genetically what's that called predisposed to being Obscure. a football player. you have to have the genetic makeup okay you have to be yeah, born i mean i'm never playing in the nba Yes. Right. So exactly. Let's say the NBA, the NFL, you have to be born a certain way. So you have no control over that. And then, yes, you can get good at the sport, whatever. But the point is, unless you have that starting block, which you have no control over, and then you become an idol that gets paid millions of dollars per game and you become a sociopath creep or you can change. This is amazing. They're taking it. All they did was take a piece of tape, put it over that sociopath sports player's name that probably has 10 DUIs and whatever because, you know, they're they're rich and and stupid. Not saying every sports player is, but we've seen all the stories. And then they put a piece of tape over there and they write down someone's name that actually tried really hard and went to school for many years. You can't be born with the skills genetically to be a doctor. You had to go to school for eight years or more. And now you're a doctor and you can save lives and things like that. You got nothing yeah. on this? You're not going to help me out here? No. I, what are you? Are you waking up to this fact? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying WWE. That this, that I'm this saying WWE, how often? The, this Jersey thing is no. the first time you realize that life is unfair. But right. No. Yeah. I say it on the show all the time. My point I is know. That's why WWE I, is showing us this. They're showing us okay. right here. Have That's noticed. weird to me. Did you notice when the lockdown and the and maybe this is just me being hopeful that the sheeple are waking up. But did you notice that when the lockdown first happened, a yeah. lot of celebrities were jumping out there and being like, I'm staying at home too. be with me. And people, you know, people called them out. They're like. Yeah, you're standing at home in your billion dollar house. Correct. With your bank full of money that it doesn't matter how long you stay home. We're going to work because we have to Correct. have the money to live. I don't want to go to work. Yes. But yeah, and people did kind of call that out. And you saw celebrities kind of do that Homer Simpson fade into the shrubbery. I know. Because that's so, all they could do. Yeah. I, so exactly what you're saying, I think a lot of people picked up from go. I know. Because as soon as they were, remember they were going to, all the celebrities going to sing We Are the World or something from their billion dollar <laughs> homes. And they were like, oh yeah, we're going we're gonna to stop it. And they have kind of disappeared. I know. After maybe the first week, they felt well, okay. I don't know about that. Like, it depends how much you're on social media to see that. But 
Yeah, I... Again, it's not that I'm surprised by any of this, Larry. I, I preach this stuff. My point is that they're just they're just giving it. They're basically going, look, John Cena's a big, big phony, but here's a real hero. <laughs> That's what they're okay. doing. If you want to see the real proof of this, when the corona thing is done, they told you the guy at McDonald's was essential. But then they're going to fight to to not raise the minimum wage. I know. So, yeah. If you want to see the hippopotamus in the room. We're seeing it right now, but you're right. That's the hippopotamus in the room. That's what happens when WWE brings up the word COVID and makes this video package. It gets me all worked up. So, grr. Uh, Well, let's see how much they're they're concerned about COVID. uh, They're not, uh, especially on Raw, and it makes me sick. And we never talked about AEW, how many people were there. There were too many people there. That was ridiculous. And again, that's Florida. That's, That's a Florida thing. And I know, of course, all this is happening in Florida. The WWE stuff, the AEW stuff, it's all in Florida. But holy crap, how many people were in that building? So many. That's, that's the way it's going to be. I don't They're know. They're like, it's, it's reopened. All you have to do is stay six feet apart. My God, during the, you saw those people during the, what's it called? The, uh, at the end of the street fight, they were certainly not six feet apart. There were people just stacked on top of each other at the end. Not wrestlers. I'm talking just, you know, fans and friends and whatever. Um, But anyway, uh, Charlotte is backstage and it says, tonight. I don't know what it is tonight. And she looks like she's... Tonight. She looks like she's choking. Uh, Zia Lee versus Upside Down Charlotte with Robert Stone brand. Stone. This match is. Boy, his, does yeah. he need somebody new in his brand? And by the way, this match is hilarious. Keep going, because I'll... okay. Well, the match is seconds long because Aaliyah comes out to cheat, and it's like, what is? And and okay, the commentators don't. I guess Tom doesn't remember that Zia Lee broke Aaliyah's nose, so he's like, oh, what is this Aaliyah? Does she? Oh, oh she likes the Robert Stone brand or whatever. Maybe she's Ooh. friends with Upside Down Charlotte. The I'm well, it doesn't pretty- even say when they're leaving. Like maybe they have a new member. But that's the end. That you can. I, okay. I have a new member. Oh my god! Ew. Um, I'm prettier, which is just the unprettier. Upside Down Charlotte face wins in seconds, okay. and then Robert because Zach got Zach Ryder got fired. Woo woo woo! You knew it. Woo woo woo! Bread, no, but breadwinner. No, but. <laughs> Well, guess what? She might not. She might be going home because after the Becky Lynch thing, she tweeted, "I think I'm having baby fever." No, she won't go home for that. You want to bet? Zach Ryder would never share his toys. Okay. But here's the end part. Robert Stone helps Aaliyah up. Now you can say maybe they're looking to recruit. Not when she first comes out and she has a beef with with Zia Lee. That's that has nothing to do with Robert Stone. Yeah, they've messed up the story. That's all. And why would anyone want to join Robert Stone at this point? Because didn't she just get her first great. win or second ever? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that was only her second win in her career. Um, Velveteen Creep is there backstage. Now I'm sickened every time. Well, what is happening here? We're going to talk about the. I'm um, not we, but I'm saying, are they going to talk about this? We're going to figure out what happened here, or just nope. 
They're just going to, you know, Randy Orton says the N-word on Twitch. We do nothing. Um, Jeff Hardy gets a DUI. Give him a title. Uso gets a DUI. Give him a title. WWE's a weird, weird company. Cena killed six people and they made him the face of the company. They sure did. They sure did. allegedly <laughs> killed six people. No, Barbara Bush killed a man, but yeah, Cena didn't that, do anything. That's true. Um, but Cena, I don't think he killed anybody. Barbara Bush of. killed a man. <clears throat> it's insane. Um, <sighs> I need more beer. Was it really? Wait. What? Did I say that out loud? But you said the wrong woman. Oh, it wasn't Barbara? Who was it? No, it was Laura. Are we sure? I thought it was Barbara. Barbara's Barbara was like, like a George hundred. Washington. So? What is there, an age limit on murder? No, I'm saying I would have remembered if like a hundred-year-old did it, and I was like, oh, well, she's just senile and can't drive, and that's why. Oh, it is Laura Bush. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good God, Larry. Yeah. God forbid I, I defame the wrong Bush. Wow. Uh, Carrying Cross and Scarlet debut next. Let me a- keep asking. How do we know those names again? It's not covered. They got the run sheet. Whatever. But it's weird. Just, you have to accept it at this point. I do. I do. I weeks. totally accept it, but I just wonder. That's all. Okay. Here we go. This is a love it or hate it situation. Carrying Cross's entrance. No, Let's talk about it. It's totally not because I am so neutral to this right now. Oh, well then. Oh, oh. well now I'm shocked. Huh. Yeah, I am. So, well, okay. I can't say I'm neutral. I am so wait and see on this. So wait and see. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw it all away. I'm certainly not going to praise it. I'm not going to get too excited, even though I am excited about him. So I'm, they have a, okay, well, let me tell you the entrance. They have, it's a, they turn, turn everything black and white. The background is like this really bright light and um, Carrion and Scarlet come out and Scarlet is singing the song, the intro song. That but then she's part also, I cannot stand. Okay, but hold on. You, I didn't say, no. She's singing the song and she's also lip syncing at the same, like she's lip syncing yes. her own self. But it's That will be gone really, next week. Yeah, I didn't like that part at all. Um. And there's a fog machine, so it's a big, it's a big entrance. It's like a, you know, the Demon Balor entrance. It's a big deal. It feels like they're important. Um, but here's the problem: it's a song about fallen prey. Larry, isn't that a carrion? Isn't that what we talked about? Yeah. But then he's the prey. Then see. It doesn't make sense. Maybe he likes Karen. He's like a vulture. And besides, no one's going to listen to that song. So right there is it's, it's a you thing. It's a Joe thing, right? That one is. Mm, now the whole her singing is yeah. That is okay. You know how because we everybody listening has been watching wrestling forever. You, you forget like certain things. Like like Steve Austin was the million dollar champion at first, and Ring you kind of forget the early things mm-hmm. that they have to. You know, mold. Yeah. So that singing thing will go away. Like when Cena originally when he come out, he would like he would tweak people's noses. That was his thing, and they just dropped that after like remember, three weeks. Remember when he killed six guys on his way to the ring? <laughs> He's a sociopath. <laughs> uh, yeah, but those, I hope they drop the singing thing. I didn't understand because I really like the graphic of how some 
crow or angel's wings was coming down and it looked like they landed behind Scarlet and I thought he was going to kind of pop up but no yeah. he just kind of walked in off screen yeah. I'm like that would have been better if kind of I know popped they'll, up they'll like- fix it up but it's 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 pretty cool until it's not and then you're like okay well it's also a entrance you can't do all the time so they're eventually going to cut it down or stop doing I it I think you can I think it's like the fiend mm. you can do that every time yeah, I think it's important that big. I think it's important time. that you do because he's going to be the NXT champion. I hope not. Not really great on on Scarlet, but I do like him a lot. So I'm fine. But I'm fine with them both. Like I said, I'm totally at. I'm I'm just smooth sailing right here. I'm like, okay, we're just going to okay. see where this goes. I'm not going to poop fair. on it. I'm not going to eat it up. Yeah, especially ew. if it's poop. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, it's 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 really cool until it's not. But then. It's you know they'll like you said they'll probably fix it, um, but it's Karrion Cross versus already in the ring Leon Ruff. Now this is what I've been waiting for Leon yeah. Ruff. Wow. Now well, wait, did we just get rid of Leo Rush? And now we have a Leon Ruff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really weird. Okay, mm-hmm. but this match again out of context looks like a hate crime. I can't wait till we get Hack Slider. <laughs> Hack Slider's great. Um, so. <clears throat> Excuse me, Carrion does these what they call. Um, oh my god, I didn't write it down. And now I forgot. What does he what, call them? Move? The Saito suplexes, but they have a name. Like oh. I'm going to break your neck, Saito suplex. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point is uh, that would be a good thing for me. These suplexes, he's just dumping the guy right on his head. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Maybe it was the guy's <laughs> fault. He did. <laughs> I don't think it was the guy's fault. It was pretty. He, but it looked good. Yes. Um, Morrow getting hurt. But Morrow yells this. Oh, cross with the cross jacket. How would you? What? How do you know? Okay. Just accept it. They've done it since. But what is a cross jacket? Like, there's a straight jacket and there's a cross jacket. Yeah. What? That's that's how wrestling moves work. Is that right? Remember when Duggan used the hacksaw all the time? He's got him in the hacksaw. I guess. I'm going to rewrite history this show. With John Cena and Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Yes. The two greatest wrestlers of our time. Fair enough. He's got him in the hacksaw. Wow. God. I'm I'm just going to entertain myself this show. This is my favorite show because I'm just doing it for me. Good. So that's Karrion Cross's entrance, but here's the problem. How many weeks ago did he kill Chompy? Two? Three, four. Two three. or three, right? Yeah. Uh, pretty sure Chompy's fine now. Why didn't he come out and kill him after this? That's a debut. I know, being, but let's be real here. You're being a little picky. I'm just questioning things. That's I, no, kind I, of my I job. know, but the, the, the debut, I don't know if I want him running out on the debut. I, I would make the same call. Just makes Chompy seem weird. If it was like if it was one week, then the debut, he's you do a clean debut. Because you well, took maybe out Chompy. Chompy's depressed. I think he's depressed oh, right God. now. Okay. If anything, bring Chompy out and be like, I'm depressed. And then have Carrion come out and be like I tell you didn't even do anything. And he's like, you're right. And I'm not going to do anything. And then he goes back and then you text him later. He goes, psych. Sorry, not sorry. By the way, dropping you on your head is called, the, I just looked it up, the Doomsday Saido. That's it. I don't like that. Why not? 
because of Doomsday, you need two people. It makes Doomsday device. You think, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, we'll use Doomsday for a wrestling move. I guess. Backstage, Mackenzie uh, says, Timmy. McKenzie? She says, she's no. She says, Timmy Thatcher. His name's not Timmy. Why do you guys call him Timmy? Timothy. He's a, he's a grown man. And also, he looks dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. Riddle holds both titles. So what are we doing? What is the story here? He holds what? He's holding both t- tag titles. Oh, I thought you said book titles. Because you're, oh. you're I'm like, yeah, he's I'm not sorry. a reader. Both titles Riddle's holding. So in other words, okay. he's really making sure you know that this guy's a fill-in for Pete Dunne. Yeah, I don't but know. Then, yeah, but then, but then, okay. But then... Remember, Imperium wants a title shot. Riddle goes, well, it's not up to me. I thought he was going to say it's up to Pete, right? It's up to Tim. If we put our titles on the line against Imperium, what? Maybe he's high. Oh, that explains it. Thank you. No, what's going on? Perfect. NXT title match, uh, Io Shirai against Charlotte. Here's Beth. Io Shirai's cashing in. She's cashing in. Remember when she won that ladder match? I do. Was it for Money in the Bank? No. Because NXT is not an actual equal third brand. Because they have nothing to do with Money in the Bank. Oh, the the lie. Oh, the lie. So, yeah. She's cashing in. Remember, she's cashing in, Larry. Because this is going to be incredibly important later. Tom ruins the match by saying... Imagine if Charlotte loses on her first defense. Thanks. Now I realize, yeah, of course yeah, she won't. How, of course she's not. And then, okay, the match is, oh my God. Charlotte is awkward and loud and cooperation city. Everything she does, she yells, ready? She sets up Bio for powerbomb. Ready? <laughs> okay. No, there's no crowd. It I, is you're quiet. so no loud. Crowd. Can you imagine if Cena was wrestling right now? He would have killed six people by now. <laughs> he would have killed six people and bragged about it. And he would have had the proof. <clears throat> he would have been like, I shoulder block! Clothesline! <laughs> Five knuckle shuffle! I love Cena matches. Off the top rope, leg drop, guillotine. Stop. Whip duck! Whip duck! Kicking over a lemonade stand. <laughs> okay, so. I love the shows where we just stop entertaining and just do them for ourselves. <laughs> this is just for us, isn't it? Um, so, killing six people. Allegedly. So. The dumbest ending in a match of, of the whole night. Sharp. Oh, my God. This was just, okay, this here was just like Money in the Bank match at Money in the Bank. It didn't make sense. It was like aliens glued together a match. And they're like, well, now what? Charlotte can't, we don't want to bury EO, but Charlotte can't lose the title. Charlotte grabs a kendo stick and just starts using it for no reason. It's not like Charlotte's about to lose the match. And then she gets frustrated, grabs a kendo stick. Larry, she just out of nowhere grabbed the kendo stick and started whacking away on Io Shirai. Why? Certainly Io will get a rematch because there was no finish. That's not. Okay, right. guess what? 
Cashing in. They're implying that that's it. Yo had her title shot. How? Are you serious? That was not a Money in the Bank contract. She won a fair opportunity, and the opportunity got squandered by a heel. Oh, I'm sorry. Charlotte's still a face. Larry, Io's still a heel. Can you remember? What is going on here? Don't ask me. So if you are a, if you have the title and somebody has money in the bank, you should get a manager and he should follow you around. And anytime they cash it in, he can just run in and hit you and then DQ. Yep. And Fair yeah, enough. Be prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. Be prepared exactly. for it. Um, Rhea Ripley runs out. Just out of the back. They don't play her music because she can't be trusted because she would do her whole entrance. <laughs> She's like Pavlov's dog. She, she is. She can't help it. Larry, she, I swear to God, they have no music because she would stand there and stomp. And then, Oh, my God. Her. If anybody sees her in the like airport, you need to play her music and she, see if she does that just automatically. She will. Now, out, after the match, outside Rhea Ripley talks and says stuff about Charlotte. And Io Shirai comes in and gets all mad and there's a pull apart. Well, she should be mad. If that was a cash in, she just oh, got yeah. screwed over. <clears throat> but she shouldn't be mad at Rhea Ripley. <laughs> what? Maybe they'll get a three way. <clears throat> and that's the only thing I could think of that then would you make can sense. Have a match. But that but still, ew. Um, but still, um why why? Eo <laughs> Eo Five Knuckles Shuffle. <laughs> So still, Io is going to is still not going to get her singles match again, even though she got screwed out of it, and then had a match. Um, Adam Cole paces. <laughs> do you think? Do you think when Cena's just like at the restaurant eating, he's, he's like put mayonnaise on it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Extra pickles. I think so. Oh god! Pretty sure that's real. Oh, that's probably why uh, Bella broke up with him. Because you can imagine that in the bedroom. Ew. Okay, we're not. No, use your imagination on this one. Oh god. Yeah. Okay. okay, Where are we? Five knuckles shuffle. Okay. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Adam Cole pacing. Oh, another tournament match: Kushida against Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas is like, I'm going to change the world and show everybody that I'm gay with, without being allowed to say it. I already don't want him in WWE because he's going to be wasted. It makes me very sad. Can you imagine Jake Atlas in, a- in AEW and all the things they'd let him do and it would be amazing? And he could tell his real story and it would be heartfelt and real and good? Well, if you... If you- if you ask me, he'll probably have that opportunity in about two months because he'll probably be released after this tournament. You're probably right. Armbar. Kushida is... Oh, my God. Kushida's also 2-0. Whoa. Kushida says he's going to honor all the Cruiserweight champions of the past and win that title. So <laughs> it's the, This long, glorious past of... of yeah. Okay. And they also remind me during the match, they talk about Liger, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there was supposed to be a Hall of Fame. There was never a Hall of Fame this year. Aww. Yeah. It's just like those kids that don't get a graduation. It's That's, not. I understand maybe you care, but you would in 10 years you won't. So, yeah. Just oh, I know. Start not caring. I now. don't feel bad about the kids in the graduation at all. Because, again, like you just said, 
I don't either. Because like I said, in 10 years, you wouldn't, if, if you are, do you want to know the measurement of being a successful human being is that 10 years after graduating high school, you don't really care anything about high school. If you care about graduation or I know, then you have, you you might have issues. Yeah. There's a problem with it. I agree. Um, Finn Balor comes out to a podium and he goes, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. What is this? I don't know. Are they just trying to get use out of their balcony and their podiums as much as they can? I hate this podium. Um, Wow. I wrote down, he dads orange do anything. Did I take notes on this? Yeah, which probably means he doesn't do anything. Um, Yeah, because he was supposed to come out and say who kicked over the garbage can. And he's like, I know you're out there and you thought you'd get a push out of this, but you're not gonna. I'm going to get you. That's it. This was nothing. Bling. It's Seriously, nothing this because stupid. they have decided who it was. Yeah, I think that's right. What can you say about this? I, it, it was absolutely nothing, and it was silly. And I don't remember a wrestler who's floated around, and I cannot tell you why they exist I am, more than that. I am now convinced, Larry, that you're right, and I'm sad that the Ballers in NXT. I, I mean, it's like, would you rather see him lose to Lashley on Raw or would you rather see him do nothing in NXT? And I'm not I sure. I don't know at this point. So. He doesn't fit in there. He doesn't have any story or any reason to be there. He just, I don't know. I, I don't, is he heel? I don't even know if he's heel or face. He's supposed to be heel, but right now, who knows? Um, he just got attacked by a mystery person. I know. Next week, tag title match, and it's going to be Imperium guys against Riddle and Thatcher. So, because you know, it was up to Thatcher to defend the tag titles. It's not even his. Um, Cameron Grimes versus Arnie the Ring, Denzel Dejournet again. 20 second squash. Grimes wins. Wow. Cuts it a takes promo. Longer to say the name than his matches. Yes. He cuts a promo, and all of a sudden he has this yuck yuck, uh, like, I'm a good old. I'm good old Grimes accent. Like, what is this? He goes, it's Grime time. First of all, wouldn't it be Grimes times? But anyway, well, he goes, yeah. Go I at least thought, okay, well, after so much of him just doing this weird thing of sometimes wins, sometimes not, I'm like, okay, now they're going to do something with him. But yeah, I was wrong. Now, can you please explain this next part to me? Because I don't understand. Okay, so he says, like, I'd kill Finn Balor if he he be out here. I'd kill him with my bare hands. And then Balor comes out and Grimes goes, What? Oh, oh sorry. I was I was cutting a promo, man. I don't want to fight. And he has no accent anymore. Yeah, exactly. I, I What I was that? We're doing, no, it's just it's just to make him a jobber again, but then again, but then I bet he wins his next match. I don't know what they're doing with him. <clears throat> yeah. Balor beats him up and then Next week they announce it's Balor against Grimes. Oh boy! So well, that'll win because the mystery guy probably interferes. Yeah, that's that'll get him closer to with the Grimes. Thing. Now I would have thought it was like Dexter Loomis, but then he's involved in the main. Of, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, main event NXT title match: Velveteen Dream against Adam Cole. I just the whole thing makes me sick. It's Velveteen Dream in in his is 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 he did a thing, and they're just going to bury it, and they're just going to forget about it. And it's know? also kind of bad that the thing he did kind of makes you wonder about the character he is. It would yes. be like if, 
Rick Rude was right. It's the whole thing. Women. And then you go, oh, maybe I should really not like that guy. And guess what? There's less than ten minutes left on the show, so that's always good too. Um, this is glitter the match because Velveteen Dream's pants are glittery, and it gets on Adam Cole, and it gets all over the ring. Um, Undisputed Era come out to try to interfere. Dexter Loomis is under the ring for some reason. <laughs> he comes out and fights against the Era guy, throws the Era guy, I don't remember which one, maybe it was Col- uh, Strong, threw him up onto the... I think it was the- a bland white guy. Oh, must have been. He throws... This is, makes no sense. He throws... <laughs> he throws the... Uh, Roger Strong up into the air, onto the apron, and that peggles the referee all through the ropes and makes the ref die. And then Purple Rainmaker, so Velveteen Dream, in theory, could have won the title, but there's no referee. Last shot, ref wakes up, and Adam Cole retains. What the heck? Oh, well. So, we so had a, are we done with the Velveteen Dream getting a title shot? Uh, with cheating at the end? I would say no. Oh, too bad, because I thought maybe they would do the right thing and be like, well, no, something weird No, I think, I think basically, I mean, it, this is this is lowest common denominator garbage, and I think Velveteen Dream did attack Finn Balor, and that's basically where we're going with this. I just can't see any other thing, okay. you know? Because, like, who was it? Oh, it was, it was Karrion Cross. Well, that would mean Finn Balor's going to be food. I don't think they know yet. Yeah, maybe they don't. It's like the what's it called, the guy, the the the, the truth is near or whatever. Truth is truth is coming or whatever. Oh, you mean uh, CM Punk? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Now I now I think if they are if WWE people are still listening to the show at this point, they may have heard you so Velveteen Dream. They'll be like, oh yeah, Velveteen Dream. Okay, that could be who it is. Yeah, but at this exact moment, I don't think they know who. No, they don't. Kicked over his trash can. Oh my god! Who kicked over my trash can? I just kicked over lemonade stand. Five knuckle shuffle. So, uh, yeah, I can't even <coughs> read an email because there's too many emails and you don't have them, and I'm sad. And all right, let me read this one from um, Baby Superman's Cape. Hey guys, I recently signed up to Patreon. Thank you. I felt bad for freeloading all this time, and with the world in the shape it's in, I felt it really important to show some solidarity. I appreciate it. You guys chatting about wrestling has gotten me through some really tough times through the years, and for that, I really thank you. You're welcome. I undoubted the undoubted highlight of the extra content so far has been. Oh, Larry, this is this. You were on the show, so you'll know. Has been listening to Joe's mind exploding at baby Superman wearing a cape and making Superman poses when he didn't get the cape until he was 33 years old during the smart movie fan review of Man of Steel. Yes. Keep up the great work, guys. Stay safe and thanks for all you do. That movie is so broken. Oh, well, no one's, no one, if you're defending that movie, there's a problem. Yeah. Because, I don't want to get into how bad I hated that movie so bad. Listen to our, what was it? Almost four hour review, I think. Uh, That's an ad. If you want to hear me get really mad at baby Superman, he's a baby. That's his cape. But he, 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 oh my God. I I can't. 
You just have to listen to the review. You can get that patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan, sign up and get the back content and listen. Oh my God. It is, believe me, it's worth it. But, oh, that movie. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, we are, we are only a SmackDown. Oh my God. I'm going to cry. That's, oh, that's, I'm so not. I'm so sorry. Okay. I, I know. And I've drank. All the beers, and they're downstairs. Well, tell us about SmackDown. Maybe you can get through I'll it quickly. I'll tell you about SmackDown, and then when you start talking about the pre-show on on the pay-per-view, I'm going to disappear for the exact same amount of time it takes to run downstairs and get beer, which means this will be a speedy SmackDown because okay. I want beer. I don't uh, mind. I did not like Eric this Rowan. SmackDown. That's not Eric Rowan. That's no. not. This is the wrong notes. Mm, okay. Ah, look, I got I got SmackDown notes. Uh, WWE Performance Center, blah, blah, blah. Mandy Rose gets ready in the back. She's got a match against Sonya Deville. Otis comes in. He says, can I do anything to help? And she says, just get ready for money in the bank. Then Sonya is getting ready. And Dolph comes in. He says, I support you, but don't hurt Mandy's face. Because <gasps> that's where all my kissing goes. That's exactly don't what I was thinking. Faces. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't understand. What does Dolph want? I don't know. He wants this girl, but he doesn't mind if you beat her. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they don't know either. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. Cole says this is the most personal and most emotional ever. match ever, ever, ever on SmackDown. Ever. ever. It is so big that it didn't make the. Oh my God. Pre-show. Wow. Couldn't even make the pay-per-view pre-show. And yet it's wow. so big. That's amazing. How that <clears throat> so most of this match is talking in the ring and they do some wrestling also, but mostly they just try to talk it out. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Uh, Sonya uses the eyelash hold where she herself eyelashes. Remember when they did that to Alexa Bliss? Yes. Yeah, uh, and she tries to do that knee trigger, but yeah, oh bad. Sonya rolls up, Mandy. I yeah. All I know is after it's over, because you can say something stupid once. Yeah. After it's over, Cole again says this was one of the most emotional oh and personal matches God. he's ever seen. I don't think he said one of. I think he said it was. Mm. What? He's an idiot. Okay. Wait, wait okay. to hear what they're going to say on Raw. <laughs> oh my God! At the end, so we got no, we got none of the sports going now. So Miller Lite is actually sponsoring WWE because how? No I mean, that was that was since last week. It wasn't just this week, but holy crap! I've, is that have has that ever happened? <laughs> well, I think I think they think they're going to make their money back since Jeff Hardy's on the show. Oh my they're God! Just, no. It seems like it's a, a Fox thing, but wow, that's crazy. New Day and Lucha House Party versus the Forgotten Sons, Miz and Morrison. Uh, Riker, is he a wrestler or is he a manager? Because they don't. Um, he's a guy just, that stands there, I guess. They just introduced this team to, you know, the SmackDown audience, and they really haven't explained them to them. But why would you? This is like having a team like the Bludgeon Brothers or whatever, but then. Braun Strowman is your manager. Why would you do that? That's my point. Uh, uh, bah, 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 bah. Cole Sha yes. Cha mm-hmm. dig Cole. The Miz Morrison gets. I don't know. I don't know what I wrote there. What? Match, match, match. Hot Cha 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 Miz Morrison gets? It's, it says Grave. Yeah. Shat Cha did Cole. They bet Miz Morrison gets. I don't know. I put the I don't know in capitals. Wow. Oh, I know, I know. Grave says, what Grave says, what did Lucha House Party do? 
to get this match, yeah. which is weird because but what, what is this match is nothing. Cole says they beat Miz and Morrison and Grave goes, I don't know. <laughs> they did. Okay. But, yeah. Match, match, match. Miz and Morrison get a look good here and they pin Lucha House Party, which means Miz and Morrison is not winning Sunday. Right. But remember when you when you pin a non-title champion, you get a title shot for some reason. Maybe, they say. Baron Corbin talks about his pointless tag team match coming up tonight. Mm. Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulag have a mystery partner, I guess. Yeah. Ooh, I can wait to see. And Baron says he's going to toss, toss Ray off a building. Wow. It's like as if this was recorded after Money in the Bank. It was. People give away jerseys, like Joe already covered. Mm. Renee is in the ring with Jeff Hardy, sponsored by Miller Lite. Jeff said he's had highs and lows. Get oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 no. Okay, Jeff is the guy who's not making jokes about drug addiction. That's the other, like, six characters in WWE. Correct. Okay. So we're doing a story about Jeff's drug problems while six other characters are. How many are there? there there's there's uh, Smokey McNXT. There's the the public enemy People. I don't know who, who you're talking There's about. There's so many people who are who are making drugs about wanting the smoke and stuff, but yeah. No, okay. So Hardy talks, Seamus is in the back making fun of him. Hardy says people cheat and everything, and they chant for him to do something insane. No, we don't. We don't want you to do anything more no, this insane. This is not in your the life. year we're doing this now. He Jeff wants one more good line run. Oh more good line run, run, wow. run. He wants a run. Good run. And we're supposed to support him now. And Jeff calls out Seamus. I know you're out there. So Seamus comes out and Seamus makes it. Oh, you're really addicted to adrenaline. You really want that adrenaline. Wow. But Seamus does make a good point. He says, you know what? Fans are tired of giving you second chances. And aren't we? Shouldn't we? And and Hardy goes, wow, for such a hater, you showed no a lot about me. Yeah. You're on TV. He does say that, but like, how would he not know? Uh, So Seamus says he's been sniffing out SmackDown's weak flame, weak flames, sniffing them out. What does that mean? I think he meant snuffing. Yeah, he does. Just smelling. They fight Swanton and then Hardy leaves. Don't know, whatever. You forgot about the cake. What? You forgot about the cake. What cake? Seamus brought out a cake and it had words on it. And when he held it up to camera, it said, you're the meth around i don't know what that means that didn't happen okay go on okay because number one (laughs) let's bring up the fact that you totally ruined my game last week with your stupid uh oh animal party you gotta gotta get your fortune (laughs) cookies in the ground i believe every word you said and then you wrapped it up by telling me you lied about one thing i know so i thought you were honest about everything and it was reversed the scorpion was the only real thing yes you really suck. Why? No, it's because I don't want you to go out and get the COVID from all these loose women. Are you an <laughs> Apple virus? Because you ruined my Mac. Oh, oh my God. Braun, Braun and break. I'm serious. I'm like, what, did you get your fortune cookies this morning? God. Oh, Braun and break come out for a face to face. By the way, Larry is going to give Larry is going to give the women the COVID because he is a bad person. So. I have all the COVIDs. I have all the COVIDs. Uh, so it's pretty much what you expect. Although Braun is not really built to do these kinds of things because Bray is trying to do 
the whole thing. I created you and I care about you and I don't want, which is done better at the pay-per-view. He gives him his old mask. The puppets talk to Braun and Braun and Braun, Braun, Braun just says, I, I have the title. Ooh. And then he does an imitation of Bray Wyatt. I didn't love this. Did you like this? It was fine. You know, I, I thought the was match fun. was better at telling the story than this actual telling of the story was. Yeah. Otis walking, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulag come up and they say, hey, how's Mandy doing? He says, well, she's in there. Like, ah, wait, wait, whatever. But yeah. Hey, guess what? We need something. So they're like, <sighs> you know, it's going to be the mystery partner. By the way, Otis does not for having this hot girlfriend that he was so crazy about. He does not come to her matches. He doesn't stick around with her when she's injured. He's he also doesn't seem to know like anything about either dating or knowing a woman. Okay, so Mandy's choices are Otis or Dolph. I would pick neither. So <laughs> I think Bachelor 3 is the best choice for Mandy. Yeah, anyone else. Lacey Evans and Tamina against Sasha Banks and Bailey. 15 minutes of pointlessness. Ooh. 15 minutes. 15 minutes of went. seeing Tamina is not good. <sighs> the only thing I got to say is Lacey Evans is wearing Eric Bischoff's kid. <clears throat> His outfit, what was it? Oh, the, um, the uh, gas station attendant. Gas station outfit. outfit, yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Samoan drop, I guess. Tamina pins Bailey, which means she's not winning at the pay-per-view. But they had to show that she was credible, though. <laughs> I don't I don't think they've ever shown that. Well, I mean, they tried. Uh, Corbin talks, and he just can't understand who's going to be the mystery partner what no that was not corbin that was graves graves cannot understand who's going to be dana bryan's mystery partner we just just saw you are pretty stupid if you don't dana burke and carmel in the back they talk about money in the bank and they both look weird yeah like characters 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 like drawings of themselves i don't know what the lighting was weird dana brooke wow god love her she's like i'm going to do the money in the bank and the risk is worth the risk. She's like reading taglines. Oh, God. Speaking of that, isn't, Bar- it, isn't it backwards? Because it's the they say the risk is worth the reward all these weeks. But isn't it the reward, reward is worth the, the risk? risk. Yes. But it. also, if they're equal, then oh, it's reversible. But that's not how that works. Okay. No, because no. Well, I mean, I guess you could do it if they were equal. It'd be like giving somebody a nickel and they give you five pennies, but. This is better than the risk. It should be the risk is the reward. Anyway, Dan or Brian, Drew Gillag, and Otis versus Baron Baron Corbin, Nakamura, and Cesaro. Match, match, match. Corbin pins Gulag because I guess that's what he's there for. Then everybody who's not involved in Money in the Bank disappears, and they start doing a Money in the Bank match just so you can see what's not going to happen. Corbin goes up and gets the case, which Mm -hmm. means nothing, which means he's not going to win Sunday. And yeah, this think, was not a great show. Yeah. Yeah. It was a go home. Uh, it was so. like every go home for money in the bank. But the problem is this isn't going to be every money in the bank. That's true. All right. Well, <clears throat> we have pay-per-view emails, but no SmackDown emails. So I think it's time to talk about it. And this is what everybody wants to hear. Money in the bank. How much you crack? It's a money in the bank. Drink. Okay. Money in the bank. And um, this usually is the 
Fun pay-per-view to look forward to every year. I'm not so sure. Okay, kickoff, yuck. Here's the kickoff. Nobody on the kickoff. Not Booker T, not Marky Pete, uh, not uh, Scott Stanford. Nobody watches the product. They don't know what they're talking about. Things that have been clearly explained on the show, they don't know about. And, and yes, and they even admit it because they're doing the top ten Money in the Bank moment, right? Which countdown. has been on Raw and SmackDown. Yes, been on and all night. Shows. They're like, I haven't seen this yet. But all night, Marky P uses that as a vehicle to say how much he's in love with Alexa Bliss. This is pathetic. He also uses his position to say hi to people in his house. I despise when WWE brings in these outsiders that don't belong to the show and don't belong and don't fit in. They're awful. It's sad sack is much worse, but this was right under that with, I don't want to see this guy ever. But anyway, New Day stuff, whatever. A weird Tamina video where there's like, she's mad and then she's, there's clouds. This was so weird. Is it supposed to be like Bray Wyatt? it's just dumb and and oh, she is done right now that she's had her shot we're no. not going to get more of her are we no she wants to work so <sighs> yeah but then she needs to learn to work i know jeff hardy versus cesaro for some reason well okay let's let's look at this twofold here first of all wow remember when sheamus finally came back and then his re- big return was on a kickoff match with shorty g yeah. Wow. And then he wrestled. Jeff Hardy's big return is on the pre-show, not on the regular show. And it's not even a match against Sheamus. It's against Cesaro. But we're told that Cesaro and Sheamus are still friends because they couldn't afford the time to show us. Wow. You couldn't have done one segment where Cesaro was like, hey, Sheamus, that Hardy sure is a jerk. Yeah. And Sheamus is like, yeah, go beat him up for me. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to hear this this hotline? Yeah, Cole, hotline. Cole says Cesaro said Jeff Hardy's been begging dealers to take one more <laughs> sip off the bottle. Remember all those alcohol dealers out there? Mm-hmm. I, okay, I, just I, I know them well. Just checking. Some of my favorite people. They're talking about Jeff Hardy and his dealers. I don't know what to say. I don't know what's worse. I don't know if, if all the WWE drugs or funny stuff is worse or taking it serious, but not really taking it serious. Yeah. I don't know which one's worse. <clears throat> also, guess what? It's Twist of Fate again. They got rid of Twist of Fury already. Yeah. It had to, right? Swanton Hardy wins. The match isn't bad, but it's just really long and there's no point. The oh, match is a, actually the match quality pre-show match. for Jeff Hardy. I mean, I think thought he would have ring rust or drug rust or whatever. He's actually looks pretty good. And Cesaro looked great as always. And this was a good start for a kickoff match. It's just a shame because the match was too long and there's no point. So can you really believe they didn't do the Mandy Sonya Deville match? It's shocking here. to me. Why? Not even here. It should have been on the regular show. Well, yeah, but either either way, it was it was not on either one of them. That's insane. Wait till we get to the second match, and you tell me that Mandy versus Sonya doesn't belong on the uh, in, on the pay per view. And now, Money in the Bank officially starts. Um, SmackDown. Uh, 
tag title fatal four-way match. Okay. Okay. New Day, Lucha House Party, Miz and Morrison and the Forgotten Sons. Cole, somebody does a spot and jumps on to, I think it was Lindsay, I don't remember who, jumps on a bunch of guys and Cole says, he jumped on a herd of WWE Supers. Larry, should there be herds in a pandemic? Oh, well, yeah, that's a bad way to phrase it. Really bad. <clears throat> Look at all these people that are here together that shouldn't be. This match sure seems like we just saw it on SmackDown. Oh, because we did. This is the same thing. It's just they're all yeah. against each other. Once again, it's one of these matches. No tags. I'm sorry. There are tags, but there's no DQ. So what's the penalty for not listening to you can't get disqualified? And then the referee ejects Riker. So then why would you in a no DQ? What if you wouldn't listen again? What would happen? This doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Because I, well, to say the end of the match, go because I have a problem. Um, New Day, big, big ending on, let's say, Dorado something, New Day yeah. win. So they retain. That's it? So what was the point of that match? That match is the perfect so way crap. to get the titles on Forgotten Sons who desperately need something. Yep. Okay, either on the Forgotten Sons or as a surprise, give it to the Lucha House Party as a, a shock. But no, nothing. Just you could have done anything here, and they didn't. Um, because because you could have had the New Day feud with with the Forgotten Sons, and their, the excuse could have been, "Well, it was a four way match." Blah blah blah. Now we're just going to go into a straight feud with New Day and Forgotten Sons. Then what was the purpose of all this anyway? Oh my God, what was that? Sound like the chair farted. I know. It doesn't make any sense, and I hate it. Uh, earlier today, Lacey Evans wants you to know that she was made in the USA. Good for you? What? What? Is that like I a race thing? Xenophobe thing? What was that? I'm just proud, because I have this accent and this Confederate flag. Okay. Charlie interviews Drew McIntyre. He always has to act yeah. like he he always has to act like he wants to here's here's every Drew McIntyre interview with Charlie. Acts acts like he wants to date her, says he's the greatest thing ever, says he's just messing around, and then he gets serious about it. Every time. It, it, Drew is trying very hard, and I understand what he's going for, but the back and forth between who he is is enough to give you a whiplash. Yeah. I'm a joker. I'm a joker. I'm very dangerous. It's just, I don't know. He's trying. I want to like him a lot. I don't know what else to say about Drew. He's just, we'll talk about his match and then Raw and all that. Uh, R Truth against MVP. Wait, on pay per view, not a kickoff match. Is this 2008? SmackDown? What are we watching? This is better than Michael Cole's most emotional personal match he's ever seen. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, Backlash, they announced, is it on June 14th. Wow. That's a week after oh. my birthday, so that's my gift. Usually I get Dominion, New Japan Dominion as my gift. Sometimes I even get it on my birthday. This wow, is not a treat. Winners. Yeah, this is not a treat. This is bad. I don't want Backlash. I don't want it, but we're getting it. Um, before the match, Truth teaches MVP about ball in 
And Truth and MVP's like, I made Ball in. And MVP calls Truth a thug wannabe. Remember in TNA when MVP said nobody should ever use that word? <laughs> no, but that's funny. He did. Yeah. Um, Lashley comes out. What? Truth gets in his face and, quote, accidentally slaps him. What does that mean? Still, okay. Whatever you think of this, at least Truth was a little entertaining because this pay-per-view was not that good. So, yeah, still higher up on this, on what I liked about the show was our truth Which is sad. It's really sad. Um, All of a sudden, it's a different match. We didn't get the MVP match, so now it's Truth against Lashley. Spear, Lashley wins. What a waste of time. But tell us about yep. Michael Cole, please. Oh, what, you about Michael Cole? What? Oh, I thought you were going to say something he said that's worse than the, the most emotional match ever or whatever. No, no, the, this, is, this is better than the most emotional, what did he, what did he oh, say? Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I understand now. Okay, got it. I thought you were going to say he said something about this match, but you meant that this is more important no, no. than that. No, yeah. no. I'm just saying that they right. put this match mm-hmm. on instead of yeah. the most personal, emotional this, match this you've ever seen in bait WWE. and switch garbage that no one wants. Um, earlier today, King Corbin talks about winning Money in the Bank. Okay. He's going to throw people off the building. Got it. Sasha and Bailey walking, and Dominique Schmidt runs in for an interview, and Bailey yells at her. Okay. I'm telling you right now, no matter what happens with Bailey and Sasha, they are right that all they're they're constantly just hassled about breaking up. Yes, I know. I I know. Constantly. Every week. I know. The commentators are all heels. Yep. SmackDown women's title match. Bailey with Sasha against Tamina. Oh my god, this is a heap of poo match. I mean, at least Bailey kept it interesting. She did. She did a lot of yelling and stuff and, yep. you know, funny gimmicks with water and other things. But this, oh, I, I, I get so sad just seeing Tamina wrestle because she can't do it. And she does this, um, a super kick that like barely goes above belly button level. It's just so sad. I just don't know what to say. She does a frog splash where she lands on her feet and it's like, where were you if Bailey wasn't gonna counter, what were you gonna do? Like I don't know. Oh my god. It's just embarrassing. But Sasha cheats and Bailey ends up winning the match and you know, whatever. She retains. What do you do with Tamina now? I don't I don't know. Cause again, she wants to work. I'm, I was don't. hoping she would go away. I don't think so. Now slow robot. Jesus, Seth Rollins talks very slowly and boring. Universal title matches now for some reason. Uh, Bray Wyatt against Braun Strowman. I think that kind of told you where we're going with this, the fact that it's now. I know. Um, so the puppets are in the crowd as cheerleaders? No, just Huskis. What? That's weird. Well, okay, go on. Uh, Braun... Okay, so the match is they fight, but here, okay, keep this in mind. This is Braun against Bray Wyatt, not against The Fiend. This is very telling, and there were, there, I'm 99% sure there's going to be a rematch at Backlash, um, but against The Fiend. This oh, there's going to be one sometime. I, I hope at Backlash, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. Uh, but anyway, 
the matches. Um, Bray has been saying, Braun, please join me. Come back to the Wyatt family or whatever. So Braun finally at the end of the match wears the black sheep mask. And But here's my problem. Bray believes him. Why would you not instantly think this was a trick? Because I, I'm, I'm fine with this because Bray wanted to believe. Okay, that's fair. So they hug and now all the other puppets are in the crowd and they all celebrate. Because they all also believe. Like, okay, Larry, I want to know who, like, if unless we think these puppets are real people or real creatures, who are we supposed to think is operating them? I, I don't ask. I'm just curious. That's, that's all. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think you're supposed to think that far okay, into that's it. Okay, fair. Uh, Braun. Oh, guess what? Braun takes off the mask and stomps on it after they hug and power slam. Braun retains, but that's fine. I was fine. I knew exactly how where it was going and how it was going to end. Um, once I once the match started before this, I wasn't sure. I thought, oh, Bray's probably going to win the title but, back. But 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 you should have known this from the promo we had on SmackDown between the two, but it wasn't done well enough. Correct. Because this this match really explained the fact that it seemed like Bray wanted to protect him from the fiend. Yes, he was like, you know, you can lose that title right. to me because when you join us, you right. won't ever have to face the exactly. Fiend. And he so, said he yeah. kept saying, "Yeah, he's going to be so happy." So yes, that's good point. So Braun retains, but he hasn't faced the fiend yet, and then Bray looks upset. And almost mad, and then he we see like flashes of the fiend. So, you know that's good. This is this is perfectly fine, and it didn't hurt Bray at all because he wasn't the fiend when he got pinned. Not like Goldberg when he ruined that whole thing. This was just Bray Wyatt getting pinned, which is fine. No, this was part of the pay per view done perfectly fine. Yep, I agree. Very um, few things in this pay per view are done okay. This was fine. Right. Uh, we get another one of those I see every one million monitor video packages, but they show there's even this time they show there's more than three monitors. There's like pile like to monitors to the ceiling coating the wall. The secret hoodie guy. The truth will be heard. It's got to be. Right? It's got to be a faction. It's not just one guy, right? I don't know if it'll ever be anything. I think it will be. I think it's Ollie and Shorty G and, you know, all the guys they've used oh for voices. I know, 3MB I know, has I monitors know, now. I know. But then they have to have muscle, too. I, you know, I, I would not be surprised if a month from now it never came to anything. No, no, no. It's got to come to something. But knowing by mm. how the Braun Strowman Roman Reigns thing went, or what's it called? The, the Eric Rowan Roman Reigns thing went, it's not eh. going to have a satisfying ending. Seth Rollins' new Jesus entrance, so finally, because burn it down didn't make any sense. So. Yeah, his new Jesus entrance now, but how long will this last? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a conflicted character. I think this is going to be good. We'll see. Because remember, we thought this was the Seth Rollins' worst thing ever in a dead end, but maybe it's not. WWE title match, it's Seth Rollins against Drew McIntyre. You know what's sad about this? This match was uh, awesome, and it would have been great in front of a crowd. Yeah, well, we've had a couple of matches, I could say, that would have been... That was a great match that turned out to not be. This and was, it is all because of the crowd. This was a hard-hitting beast, and I would have loved to hear reactions. 
I figured out something, Larry. Wrestling What's without that? well, wrestling without a crowd is just wrong sounding Muppets. Oh, it's like people died who had their hands in their yeah butts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Claymore Drew retains, and he wants a handshake, and they shake hands. What? <clears throat> but Seth's not happy about it. He's weird, so I don't know. But he doesn't okay. retaliate, so the feud is over. I, at least this made me want to watch Raw. It was interesting. Yeah, that's for it sure. It was a good match. If you yeah can get past the fact there's no crowd. Yeah, and the ending of the match made me want to watch Raw. So that's this was done okay. Yeah. Backstage, our truth st- stares longingly at a photo, and it's the twenty four seven title. And he says he's coming after you, Tom Brady. That was funny. And yeah, except. Then, Larry, what's the rule of comedy? Don't explain the joke. Charlie goes... Oh, yes, yes. Charlie goes, did he mean Ron Gronkowski? Well, okay. Isn't aren't, isn't, isn't uh, Stanford, Connecticut, like, close to where New England Patriots play? Can't we do our truth going to try to find Tom Brady? I'm, who says they won't? Yeah. Well, the thing is, he's not there anymore. So I know, I, but the, who says? I want to see that. I did hear that in the news. I'm saying, yeah, that was a while ago. Uh, Graves. Oh, Corey Graves says the Undertaker documentary is right now. No, it's not. It's after the show. Why would you say it's right now? I think he meant it's right here on the network. Well, the problem is that they're obviously trying right off the back of the fact that. ESPN has nothing, so they did some stupid Michael Jordan documentary that's all they talk about now. Right. But that's ESPN covering from not having sports to cover. Yes. Uh-huh. So WD wants to piggyback off that when they do have something to do and I know. they can do their thing. I don't know. I'm not watching it. I don't care either. And I heard it was really good. I just don't care. Um, main event from Titan Towers. Um First of all, watch it backwards and it'll be Benjamin Button. Okay, let me tell you a problem with this. Remember last week I said it was going to be an hour long? My God, I'm happy it wasn't an hour long. This was only half an hour long. And even then, now listen, people, listen, I don't know how to explain this up front, but people watched this and they were entertained and they said, How could you not like this? This was so much fun. I'm going to explain why. Okay. Okay. Hey, but let me point this out. If not for this match, yeah, this would have been a pretty decent week. It was of okay. Wrestling. Yeah, it was good. I know. This match, I. Okay, talk about it because I don't. I'm okay, trying to so be first devil of all, advocate, and I can't. Okay. Be. So first of all, there's no commentary during the match, but before and after, we have Michael Cole video game voice, almost somber. For no reason, talking like this. Well, here's Lacey Evans. She's in the match. Then we have Nia Jax. And this is how they do their entrances. They just show up at the... At the like, they're already in the building, and they just show up, like, on screen. Like job interview. Like, they're standing there. And the women are showing up in the lobby, and the men are showing up in the gym. So they're starting from different locations, but still on the first floor. Okay, so... okay. Okay, let's address each issue. Why was there no commentary? Because they wanted to have funny music during it. 
But I think commentary would have helped a lot. But then you can't. You can't do commentary over a match that's edited like this, Larry. There's time skips and stuff. It doesn't work. Well, it really? Okay, it really made it seem Junkie. janky. I know. Yeah. Um, Lacey Evans out. Nijax. AJ Styles. Otis. What? Yeah, why did they split up introducing women and men at random? Because it's one match, remember? They want yeah, to explain to you that this is not two all matches. Women all and then the be missing time. the one and go to the men and then go back. I don't know. Otis, Carmella, Shayna Baszler, Alistair Black, King Corbin, Dana Brooke. They say Asuka, but she's not there. Um, Rey Mysterio. And Daniel Bryan. And then we see Asuka is on a ledge above the elevator and she jumps on all the women. And there's this corny music in the background. And I'm like, wow, they're scoring this, but in like a cartoon way. Which could, was listen, that? don't get me wrong, that could be really fun. But yet they don't, it's like they've never seen a cartoon. Okay. Okay. Was that Oscar Dive the biggest spot of the night? Yes, because did you ever have a ladder match with no ladder spots? You're gonna you're gonna get one right here. Um so the women, like I said, start in the lobby, the men are in the gym, there's no commentary. But it's the same gym spots as as the chompy gargant. It's the same thing. Oh, I threw a weight. Oh, it hit the mirror over there. Are they gonna get in trouble? And yeah, did Baron Corbin really, he was so worried about that. He was like thinking he was going to get fired for throwing something and breaking a mirror. I don't understand. Yeah, why would later he Later on care? he'll do something and not worry. Yes. About, okay. I don't understand why. So you asked, are they actually going to do cameos and stuff? And I said, they're not going to bother. Larry, once you see uh, the cameos, don't you wish they didn't bother? Oh. You well when you don't understand what a cameo is. Again, hire a comedian. Yep. Please hire. A, actually, just hire anyone with a sense of humor, because I constantly I've heard from from WWE behind the scenes. Well, humor really doesn't have much of a place in wrestling. We all know it does and it can, but it doesn't if you don't understand jokes. WWE is like this. Oh, okay, we're going to do humor here. Just. Knock, knock. Who's there? Pirate. <laughs> yep. They don't understand yeah, they don't get any basic because format of joke. They don't. And let me explain the first, quote, joke in the, in the show. Rey Mysterio goes into the bathroom. First of all, why is he going into the bathroom? That will not lead to the roof. <laughs> this is going to be a problem it. through the whole match. But he finds Brother Love taking a dump. Remember you said Festus, Office, Vince, all that, right? Yeah. Okay, finds Brother Love. And Brother Love goes, I love you. And Ray's like, yeah, okay. And then he leaves. There's no joke there. It's a Remember ki- remember all those Brother Love bathroom things we're calling back to? Brother Love in the bathroom. You, you know that, remember? But the problem is, Larry, people are so starved for entertainment. People are like, oh my God, this is so good. And it's like, but that that's not how you do it. It's just a guy. And again, I don't. Joe and I are not saying that we're geniuses. Well, and we, we are, could fix this. Almost, we, we are. I'm saying I'm a genius, but almost every one of our listeners could. Every one of them could write 
spots because you know wrestling. You, If you're going to do callback spots, you could pick anybody, even Brother Love. You could do a callback spot, yeah. anything. No. But they don't understand callbacks. Okay, they have a whole warehouse of use. You're telling me they couldn't have. Oh look, they they're in the in the. There's a barbershop window. They look at each other and put somebody through anything. But brother love in the bathroom is not a callback. It's a person. <sighs> Keep going because we get more. Oh, let me add, let me. Well, like I say, I don't like to say things unless I fix it. Here's how I fix it. Sorry, I was in deep in thought. You, when but you, you could that. pick a billion things to do. I know, here. but let me let me fix it real quick. Okay. Ray leaves. Brother Love. Are goes. you fixing bathroom or are you fixing Brother Love? Fixing the whole thing. Ray leaves. Brother Love goes. He's gone, and then the gobbledygooker comes out of the stall. Like stupid. That's that's way funnier than this. Yeah, and that's but, almost nothing. Okay. If that's you taking their bad premise of brother love in a bathroom and trying to fix it, you could have built anything. Oh, of course. Anything. Of course, what I'm saying, again, that, adds, the, the, that adds hilarity and, and insaneness to it instead of just there's a guy there. It doesn't make any yes. sense. Okay. Yes, brother love is in the bathroom. That is the joke. That is like knock, knock, who's their pirate? Yep. Their joke is brother love bathroom. It's more like knock, that's knock, not farts. Joke. That's it. It's knock, knock, farts, Larry. That's it. The camera angles in this are circular, brutal, and make me sick. I hate them. Everything is spinning. Joe, and everything remember how is I always made fun of you because you always what was the frame rate thing we always used to argue about? I get sick I from low frame rates. I can't rates. tell the difference in frame yeah. rate. You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I always joked around about that because you can tell the difference in frame rate makes you sick, and I can't see it. Yeah, this camera whooping around made me nauseous. I texted you. It was I, bad. I thought I couldn't keep watching. It was bad. And then they're doing digital zoom and cuts and all this garbage. It's stupid. Okay. They use, oh my God. They use the elevator. Okay. Oscar gets in the elevator. Okay. Mm-hmm. This might have even been earlier. They show her in it alone. How is she not at the roof yet? She was the only one that got in the elevator. How would she not instantly go to the top? Well, let me fix this. Oscar gets to that elevator. Oh, she's going to win, right? Okay. She gets to the very next floor. Oh, some, the elevator opens up. You introduce a character that gets in there and pushes all the buttons. I fixed it. Yep. Some stupid character. Yep. Hornswoggle. I don't know. He can't reach the top ones. I. But the point you is. You don't understand exactly. how easy it is to write. It is, I know. It is a blank slate of jokes. Endless jokes you can make during this. If that's the direction we're going, and mm-hmm. it is, they yep. don't do anything no, they didn't try at all and then wouldn't it okay, be hilarious so, to see oscar's reaction when somebody gets in there and pushes all the button a little kid be incredible or some character like this it would be incredible yeah also larry why are there no graphics that say what floor they're on that would have made this even more exciting because then you could see the progression how about a little map of the outside of the building with a little anything trail up and go- um now we've all seen we're games a- we know how Okay, now we're in a room, and there's a oh look look there's a clown behind a chair. It's fake Doink the clown. He raises his head up and ducks down. Nothing. That's not anything. That's not a joke. 
Oh, that is not a joke. Pe- Larry, people on Twitter are like, this is the greatest match ever. Look at all the Easter eggs. I don't think you understand what Easter egg is. I don't understand. I don't think you understand. Listen, the people that made this and put this together, didn't. did they ever see a TV show or a movie? Ever? This was like if an algorithm computer made by aliens were told to make a cinematic wrestling match about climbing a building and then getting a briefcase, and this is what they came up with. And then it, they wrote, and write in three jokes, and this is what they did. The computer couldn't okay. figure it out because it's not, it's, it doesn't have any subtlety or any nuance and any rules. So it just threw stuff together. And it's like, we will put Scary Clown behind chair for a second. What? It's not anything. Why? Think about this. There is a huge amount of people who can make cameos in WWE. You pick someone who is dead. Dead. And who it's sad when you see someone else take his gimmick. Also, that made you know me how sad. You, Larry, Doink is, 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 they play his music. Da, 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 and he presses all the buttons in the elevator. Fixed. Yeah. No, that's why, that explains why somebody just doesn't take the elevator all the way to the top. It's just real simple. You guess what that did? That made a joke. It made a logic point, a, a plot point, and it made a point for him to be there. And you got your cameo. Wow. Putting him behind a chair is the equivalent of improv where you somebody hands you a book and you put it on your head and say, it's a hat. It's a hat. <laughs> or better yet, Do because you, let's not insert, was Lumberjack Jeff? Who was he in Lumberjack? Who was he when he was in Lumberjack? Lumberjack okay. Jeff. What are you talking about? Doink was a Lumberjack in WCW. Was Remember? he really named Lumberjack Jeff? No, he wasn't. I'm drunk. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Anyway, Big Josh. Big Josh. <laughs> okay, that's Big different. Josh. Yes. Okay, great. Number one, I have a very soft spot because I've told my story about meeting uh, Doink the Clown in real life and how that was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But if you don't want to use him because I, I hate bringing him up because he makes me sad, remember Dink? Yeah. The small. That, yeah, that have crosses him off. Get the elevator with, with Asuka and him like motion that he needs her to help him lift him up because he's going to push the top floor, a high floor and she lifts him up and he yeah. pushes all of them. Yeah. It's even funnier. Yeah. That's even better. This is so easy. There's 20 this different thing. things. Everybody, you who, who said comedy is hard? Grafter marks dying's easy. Comedy's hard, right? Okay. Comedy's easy. It's it not really easy. is. Right, especially when you're doing comedy like this. Listen, okay. You are, you are, you are not giving us enough credit here. When you say everything's so simple. Well, okay. But the point Comedy's is easy for me. Everything's what's not. Right. But seriously, there, 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 I don't, it's, it is exactly what you said, Joe. It's yeah. like aliens who don't I know. have comedy. They, they've never watched anything to do comedy. Right. Anything like, funny. This is the comedy. Yep. He is a clown behind a chair. That's a book on your head. That's not anything. That's, I, that's, that is, I declare bankruptcy. That doesn't do anything. That's not, that's nothing. Okay. (laughs) It's a book on your head. (sighs) Okay. It's going to get worse here. Dana Brooke is in the hall with the women. She yells, tell me where that briefcase is. Okay. (laughs) Like, this is. This beyond, is not being prepared. This for is your job. beyond moronic. 
Okay, so that means Dana doesn't know. She's never watched TV and seen that the briefcase... They've showed the promo 50 times where it shows the briefcase hanging above the ring on the roof. Okay? Tell me where the brief... She's right. She doesn't know. Tell me where that briefcase is. So then she surges on that floor thinking it must be there and finds it. She sees it. I don't even understand the concept here. She sees it above a table. Because it is actually there. Because, well, it's not. It's a clear one. That's not the same briefcase. But the point is this. The point is this. What are the odds that one idiot of 12 idiots, one of the idiots doesn't know where the briefcase is and then finds a decoy briefcase? Why That is is bad writing. There is a conference room in that building that has a briefcase hanging above it at all times. Yeah. Because it's cutesy. Well, guess what? Dana pulls down the briefcase and they play victory music. She's won. She won the briefcase. Then probably the dumbest thing in the whole night happens. Yeah, I was going to argue about that, but no, this is. Fake Stephanie McMahon, who isn't there. And it's, no, I'm sorry, it's real Stephanie, fake location. She's at her house in front of a white wall with bad audio from her iPhone. And she says, Dana, that is not the briefcase. That is the briefcase in the bank conference room briefcase. And Dana goes, oh no, I did not win. And Stephanie goes, well, I have kids and COVID is dangerous, so I'm not going to come in, but you can work. So you're telling me if I go to Stanford, Connecticut and go to the, go to the headquarters, there's a Money in the Bank conference room. There's a King of the Ring conference room. There's a yep. Roadblock conference room. Yes. What? Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? Yeah. And I'm per- I am perfectly okay if you make a ridiculous thing like that, that there's a money in the bank conference room if you can pull off a joke if you can pull the joke off i'll i'll buy into anything you know you can tell me you have andre in a it locked in a room somewhere but as long as the joke pays off or something but this whole stephanie all it was missing do you know when you like it looked like stephanie was that projection of a of a hologram yes that she was so out of place are we serious about this? We couldn't even bother to match the sound or the look <laughs> or anything. This was embarrassing. Oh, it, it was. Keep going. I'm, I'm enjoying this review much more than I enjoyed the, the actual thing. AJ, oh my God, stop it with the moving around the microphone pole or whatever it is. AJ, oh, I, I have, I'm drinking beer out of a bottle now because I'm all out of cans. I okay, that's great, but whatever you're doing is really loud. Okay, so now AJ Styles finds a big Rey Mysterio poster or painting on the wall and starts beating it up. <laughs> yeah, um, so AJ got buried in the ground, and he's insane now. That's From, what it looks guess, like. Is this his character? He has lost his freaking He's affected, mind. and that makes sense. Okay, it changes character. Until I have no problem with that because he's punching a Rey Mysterio painting. And then, okay, Larry, here we go again. He's like, Ray, I'm going to find you. And he's not trying to win the match, which, by the way, no one is trying to win the match, I think, except Asuka. 
Yeah, you um, you skip which you know we definitely need to skip all the we can't do all the spots. But Otis put weights on AJ. Oh and yeah, and AJ he asked and AJ Ray goes for help. Hey Ray, do you lift? And a- and Ray's like, you're a heel dog. I'm not going to help you. And anyway, yeah, you're in first a match. Ray couldn't have list- lifted it. Secondly, no. why would Ray lift? Why it? would Ray and help third? Him? Why does that take AJ? Out of the match, and he just wants review, revenge on Ray for not lifting the weight off him. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I did forget that part. I'm sorry. I, I, I was, I didn't write that down because I was so in shock about the Stephanie thing that I couldn't even write it. No, down. You, we, we can't cover every spot in this thing because it's just, it's just, you know, bit after bit because it can well, be nothing a, else. I'm right. okay with it being bit after bit because that's what it is. But okay, we well, can't cover. Guess what? AJ finds an undertaker painting poster wall whatever and he's like oh i'm scared of you undertaker on the wall i'm okay with this then he finds that leads to an undertaker room with caskets in it and it's all spooky and you think the undertaker might might be there and you can believe that might be in titan towers that's fine but Alistair Black kicks him in Again, the room. I'm willing to believe anything if it's if it makes the story move forward, right? Or if it's you know a good spot. Oh my God! Alistair Black kicks him into the room, so he doesn't care about PTSD or anything like that. He's like, I'm gonna, I hate you. I'm okay with this. Okay, but now it gets ruined on on Raw. But that's true. Okay, now things are gonna get real weird because. Paul Heyman is sitting down to a Thanksgiving dinner, basically, with, like, Peanuts music playing. Like, it's a Peanuts special. And he's like, look at all this feast I'm going to eat. How is he going to eat that all by himself? I don't even understand. But anyway. But, but let me let me explain something else here. Or my opinion is something else. The best thing you can have in wrestling is when you keep characters true to themselves. Because... Paul Heyman has built up so much goodwill that when I saw him here, I like got a breath of like. Yes, I was so happy okay. because we knew that something good was going to be okay. Yeah, it's terrible. That is amazing that you can have characters like that, and because again, you can do anything in wrestlers wrestling. Yeah. You can do that. You can have all characters be like this. Unfortunately, they're not. But Paul Heyman gave me a breath of fresh air here to be like, okay. Okay, we're going to pull this out. I agree. Just by the fact that his character is legit and real. Okay. So let's see where it goes. Guess what happens? All the wrestlers come in and they (laughs) see the feast and it's Animal House because Otis yells food fight. But he twitches like he's – there was something wrong with him. Remember old Otis when he would have that – when he was innuendo gimmick? Yeah. This was – he came back tonight and – he kills. Remember when Tucker went back to his home planet? I do. I do. I Poor do. Tucker. I don't understand. He kills Paul. Oh my God. There's going to be an Otis versus Tucker match for the case, isn't there? Okay. So he yells, food fight, and he kills Paul Heyman with some food. And now everyone throws food, and it's like this cartoon music. Okay. Here's the problem, Larry. I love fun. In wrestling. Yes. We I, I know. That. I mean, that's why you're never going to get over in this company because you just said you love fun. Oh, that's true. When it comes to wrestling and fun, there's so many clever, funny things you can do. You the know problem me. Is, I am a big fan of comedy in wrestling. The problem is Food Fight is lowest common denominator holiday smackdown fodder. This and is it's Teddy on the, one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. But let's say you do like the Food Fight, right? Okay. 
then at least you had like 30 seconds of fun here. Nia Jax kills Carmella, put her through, puts her through a table, and everyone fights, and the, even the women fight the men and stuff. And then Nia, oh my God, here's another alien joke, Larry. Nia and Otis face off, and nobody's trying to win the briefcase because they had to show that those are the big people in the match. There was no joke. They stared at each other because they're both big. No, and there wasn't even a turkey leg in one of them's arm hand, and the other one took it and bit it. It's, I mean, that's a bad joke. But at least but, her stealing a, a, a turkey leg from Otis would have been something, right? Yep. Nope. There was nothing. They just looked at each other. It's like the writers knock, knock went, who's their pirate. Yep. That's the alien algorithm computer went big wrestler, big wrestler female, big wrestler male, put together, stare down. Okay. Then guess what the aliens do? <laughs> you know how if you booked a pay-per-view and you had like a thumbtack match and then you had like a broken glass match, Larry? I know those mm-hmm. aren't real matches. But if you had those on a hardcore pay-per-view, what would you not do? How would you not book remember. those two? What's that? Back-to-back you were talking? Correct. You oh, would yeah, never okay. put them back-to-back, right? Because they're the yeah. same match. Otis finds another room. Guess what it is? It's a food room. It's more food. Yeah. Why would you put a food? What? He's what? hungry after having a food fight. I don't I don't know. Oh, here's, here's what they call a joke. Here's what the aliens accidentally called the joke. John Laurinaitis People Power comes in on a, his, his little scooter on his hover round. And he's like, People Power. And Otis puts a pie in his face. That's all there is. Obviously, Otis takes a scooter and uses it to get ahead. No. Obviously, Otis doesn't want to waste the pie and eats the pie off of John. No. Nothing. Nothing. You see, I'm trying to write bad jokes to cover up no jokes. Yes. Because I'll tell you, a bad joke is better than knock, knock, who's their pirate. Oscar asks a janitor where the roof is. Did you just do a tweaky impression? I just realized how stupid that is right now. I didn't. Where's the roof? Where's the roof? Okay, here we okay, go wait, again. Wait, 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 Joe. Yeah. Okay, this is our wheelhouse. A lot of, I know people are like, we're really good. This is our wheelhouse. There's nothing that annoys you or me more. Than in the inability then, to do a simple then low joke, right? quality when you could do high quality. Yes, no, no equality. A when, janitor, high qual, low quality when you could do anything. Bucket. Yes, there are rules. You have a janitor with a mop and a bucket. Yep. Why do you set up a joke and not have it? Okay, this is. Let me tell you what they consider a joke. Every janitor's mopping. The floor is wet. Everyone runs through. Then that yellow sign that says slippery whatever is too far away. Dana runs through the hall. She slips. It looks like she really hurt herself. There's no joke there. Nope. Nope. 
No heel spills the bucket to slip everybody else up. Nothing. Have they never watched like wacky races or anything? Anything ever in the history? Have they ever played Mario Kart? Anything? No. No. Have they ever ever watched, uh, what was the one with the giant W and all the famous movie stars? Race Um, for movie? uh, The Wild Wild World of Racing? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was two of them, but yeah. Mad, mad, mad world or whatever? Yes. Yes. So just watch any of those things and steal crap. I comedy is 90% stealing. Just do it. Anything is better than this. Dana slips and actually looks like she like concussed herself. <laughs> and that's supposed to be a thing. Like there's a guy there. Here's, Oh, let me fix it. Let me fix it. He looks at Dana's going, ow, he points at her and he goes, and he points aside and he goes, there's a sign and it says slippery, you know, floors wet, whatever. Oh, better yet. Anything. Until, better yet, until the end, you don't see the face of the janitor. And when he turns around, it's somebody who's been fired from WWE forever that has, you know, I don't know who, but anybody. Like, like the Brooklyn I'm, Brawler. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Um, it's, it's a oh, living. Uh, it's, it's Harvey, Harvey Whippleman. It's a living. Exactly. Okay. So um, here we go again. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan fight and they fight into Vince McMahon's office, which you said would happen. And I said they probably wouldn't. You're right. It has to happen. Well, now it has to happen and because they kept saying about the dinosaur bones. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, this has to happen. This is the spot that has to happen. If I gave, if I made you, I made you write 50 spots here. Yeah. 50. This would not even be would on the list. Any of them be as bad as this. I'm, so, I'm talking this, 50. That's, okay, that's once asking again, a lot. Larry, once again, when you tell a computer to build a house and it doesn't really understand it, and then there's like these big holes in the wall, and then there's the part that like you can't actually go on the second floor because like there's a big stabilizer missing and stuff. You, this is this is what happens when you tell uh, an alien robot computer to produce your segment for you and you walk away from it because here's what happens aj and brian fight into vince's office the record stops basically and you know everything freezes and they show vince and that's cool that's good right that's a good start and they play vince's music okay that's cool vince looks at them they look at him the dinosaur bones by the way are real they're right there both you know, on Vince and the dinosaur, uh, and the di- and Vince and the dinosaur and dinosaur and Vince, they're both the same thing. Um, that is saying there's, okay. there's something to be said right there. But here we go. Here's here's the joke. Get out of my office, and they leave. They're scared of Vince, and they adjust the chairs, and they leave. Wait, but wait, that's not the joke. I guess this is the joke. Vince Vince has hand sanitizer on his desk. He uses it. He didn't touch them or anything. Yeah. And okay, but he sits down. Larry, something's going to happen. No, we're done. That's the whole thing. What part of that was good? Then they go outside the office. And I, okay, that was spot was terrible. I almost cursed. That's how bad this is. I almost cursed. I know. That spot was terrible. But then AJ and yeah. Daniel Bryan go outside the office and they do that break kayfabe where you're like, right. whew, whew, what was that? I 
guaranteed one of them would say, did you see that old dinosaur? Yep, and it, that's and the joke. And another one would say something like, yeah, did you see that thing on the wall? No. These jokes write themselves. I know. I'm, I know. I, no one is special that could think that up. I am not a genius for thinking that up because it would. you would literally push yourself away from the keyboard and it would go and write itself. I know. That is how bad this is. No. No. Dan O'Brien brought up the dinosaur. It's just you don't. No. It's so frustrating. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, okay, here we go. We see Baron Corbin and he goes – I'm going on the roof. Okay. Guess where we go? On the roof with all the women. Has, again, I will ask, whoever edited this ever seen a TV show or a movie or understands editing or continuity or anything? Because I don't think they understand. I was ready to chew my own leg off to get out of this bear trap. I can only, and that was just me because of the bad comedy. I can only imagine what you were doing with the bad filming of this because Larry, it is horrendous. I don't think I saw anything in TA, TNA filmed this poorly. No, and that's TNA. We had, listen, we had all the TNA stuff with Matt Hardy. Brilliant. We had the Boneyard match. Really well done. We had the the Funhouse match. Really well done. What happened? I don't know because aren't wouldn't someone involved in this camera director whatever have went to film school? Because you no. can't tell me anybody is okay first of all, with the way. Larry, I first of all, none of them cameras. Yeah, this none was of terrible. those none of those people go to film school anymore. They'll go to TV production classes. And get a bachelor in TV production, but they will not go to film school because that's that's a longer, yeah, that's a longer trek, and it's a whole different thing. But the point is, even if you went to TV production classes, you understand basic storytelling and editing. This is just an embarrassment. This is I can't even believe this is the same company that did the Boneyard match and the Funhouse match. Those had such good storytelling and was coherent from first beat to last beat this was a mess this didn't make any sense and it was almost like they let an intern do it so okay and if you want if anybody wants to yell at us for complaining about this did you just hear hear joe raving about other things it's not like we wwe we, knows how to do it we have we just what, saw them do it properly at wrestlemania <laughs> Whatever faults we have, we we're not just naysayers, and I think that may, maybe we come off as that. But we heap praise on it when it when it's worthy of praise. And just at WrestleMania, we heaped praise on two filmed segments. They were done excellent. Right. Now we go to a pay per view that is built around a film segment that is done hideous, all wrong, all wrong. One of the worst examples of a film segment I've ever seen. And and it was the main event, the focus of a pay per view. So okay, here, let, let me let me do the review from take over from here because you know what happens here? We go to the roof, yeah, and it's the women, and they're like, "Let's get this over with quick." Oh my god! Okay, like I said, did you ever see a ladder match without spots? Because this is the one. Because they fight a bit. Oscar climbs, then Corbin has finally made his way to the roof. 
Oscar and Corbin climb on either side of the ladder. There's two briefcases up there, one for the men, one for the women. So they should each be able to just take their briefcases down and win at this very moment. Instead, for no explained reason other than she's so wacky, Asuka, who's a heel, kicks the crap out of Corbin and knocks him down, who is also a heel. But it was but let's why? get the women's at, let's get the women out of the way. And Oscar yeah, wins the did. and Oscar wins the match. So Oscar is, we think, Miss Money in the Bank. We think. Which I am excited about. That's oh, it's very, you know why I'm excited about it? Because this is months worth of Oscar teasing. We didn't know about Becky Lynch yet, right? So yeah. this is months worth of Becky and Shayna feuding while Oscar has that briefcase and is like, ah, whoever wins, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. This is awesome. Yeah. And it, well, we'll, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about Oscar and Raw, but any more, more Oscar is always good right. to me. Okay. But guess what? Now the men's part, because now all the men are on the roof and they're fighting. Yeah. They got the women out of the way. Well, guess what? Otis tries to remember what they've been saying on SmackDown since they've already watched this match and then recorded two weeks of SmackDown. They were like, can Otis even climb a ladder? Oh no. Otis all of a sudden is 500 pounds like the big show and he can't climb a ladder because every rung breaks. Well, maybe if he didn't stomp on every rung to break it on purpose, I don't, is he, he's a moron. But the point but, is, that's the only way they could get those to break. This is stupid. I know. It looks ridiculous. It, the, the optics is stupid. But also, when you told me the match was going to be held at the same time, yeah, you guaranteed me that they were going to be running through the building, men and women, which yeah. we got. Mm-hmm. But you kind of also guaranteed me there was going to be a ring and there might be women running in at one point and then a guy here. Sure they did seem like it. And boy, oh boy, did they sure screw us out of that because they didn't know how to write it. Yep. We got so robbed. The- like, we got robbed of so much because they really didn't understand what they were doing. They made this in such a hurry to show it three weeks later. Why? Okay, so let me explain. Yeah, the- you, I, my argument again. I hate to hammer this home. Is always in wrestling, you can do anything. That is the beauty. That is why wrestling is unique and wonderful. Yeah. But when you talk about how you're filming something ahead of time, that means you have carte blanche to do anything. I know anything. But Larry, and this is what we got. Unfortunately, the editor can only do what what you know work with what they shot. And the problem is a lot of what they shot's not good. So, you know, it goes both we ways a, as far as that goes. Do it again. You have a, I know. How long? You could filmed for 18 hours. That would should have been the filming of this. 18 hours. The problem on that is set. when it's in the can, they're like, we got it. That's it. And they didn't get it. And it wasn't good. Um, and again, I understand. I don't want to make fun of people that like this. Because if you enjoyed it, I'm actually glad you enjoyed it. I'm just trying to explain why it wasn't that great. But again, everybody has an opinion. And that's, you know, this is my opinion. I just, you know, I just, I'm I'm just telling you how much better it could have been. If you enjoyed this. Yeah. If you enjoyed this, someone gave you a, a 
tortilla chip mm-hmm. and you enjoyed it when it would have been so easy for them to just pile on it nachos could have been nachos it could have been so good so much nachos right. the it, money in the it bank been so easy for them to pile think about so the much co- good stuff on because that. here's why money in the bank as a concept is awesome and exciting and then these the way they're shooting these cinematic matches is exciting you could have combined the two and made some gold instead they made the the lowest quality copper or bronze that they could possibly make. And it's like, oh, thanks, I guess. Um, so let me finish the end of the match for the men's part. Um, Otis does the COVID caterpillar on Baron Corbin. And all the guys are fighting. And now Corbin gets mad at Rey Mysterio and throws him off the roof. And they're like, oh my God, Rey Mysterio is dead. But you heard him like splat in two seconds so you know that there's crash pads there we also saw a pull away oh on the aerial shot shot, you could see where that spot led to and it was just like a box yeah you could see it was not it was a foot lower than than where they were wrestling it's right also i really thought we would get an explanation of why wwe grows christmas trees on the roof to make extra money never do yeah is that real why are there trees up there? Because that's for entertaining up there. That's like going uh, to the roof of the, the W. Can you... When how gross Punk, it is, these millionaires not, on top of a roof I know. with trees. Like, I was, I've, I've done it here in Los Angeles, and um, CM Punk is, a, is not a good person. Okay, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm so sorry to, to break it to everybody, but uh, shocker. Um, but anyway... Um, no, no, no. He's just misunderstood. No, he's just not a good person. Um, but anyway, uh, so, oh, and then Corbin grabs Alistair Black and just throws him off the roof too. So that means whether or not they're dead, they're out of the match. So and did we really need that? I, what is, what is the point of getting up to that roof and then just like, let's hurry up and get this over with. I don't know because there's, again, there's one ladder spot in the whole match. And that's, I think when AJ pushed black and Ray off the ladder, or maybe that was Corbin. I can't even remember, but the point is let me somebody pushes the ladder over. That's by it. Making, let me fix this by making it still bad, but at least it was something. Mm-hmm. They set up the AJ was mad at Ray so yeah. why didn't why didn't he throw him off the roof? AJ and and Grave or AJ and uh, Baron Corbin, and they're both fighting the the faces there. Yeah, and you got AJ with Ray, you've got Baron Corbin with the great with uh whatever his name is. Um, what is his name? Who? So much beer. Alistair Black. The, the Black. Yes, and they <clears throat> they grab Graves. and then they do the whole. You look at they look at each other and like they just shrug their shoulders and throw them over. Yeah. At least that made Anything. a little more sense. But why is Baron Corbin throwing both of those guys over and he doesn't win? Spoiler. Yeah. I don't know. And then, okay, so here's the finish of the match. So the only there's only a few people left. AJ Styles and Baron Corbin get on the ladder. They're both heels, but both from different shows. They both climb, and now they're fighting over the briefcase. They get the briefcase off of that clip thing, but it's in both of their hands. So they can't both win. So now it's going to come down to who gets control because um, this is a sports ball, you see. So they try to fight over it out of nowhere. At least this is a callback, Larry. I will give them this much. Elias comes in and hits Baron Corbin 
with a guitar, but he can only reach his butt. So he smashes a guitar over Corbin's butt. The briefcase goes flying. So AJ, you'd think AJ's going to win, right? But no, the briefcase gets fumbled. See what I did there? He threw a three-point bucket. Um, and Otis catches it and wins. And oh my God, Otis is Mr. Money in the Bank. And guess what we get here? We get our first piece of commentary since the beginning. Here's Michael oh, Cole. Horrible. Here's my. They show a replay. And Michael Cole goes, this is how Otis won money in the bank. You were not, way too energetic with your delivery there. He is not excited. He's not what like, I'm sh- in shock. This should be like a shocking moment. Otis could not climb a ladder, had a food fight, goofed around most of the time, and then ends up winning by accident. This is the ultimate banana peel win. It should be shocking to everyone. And Michael Cole says, this is how Otis won the match right here. Uh, fumble and uh, Otis picks up the win. It's like he was narrating golf. He was a golf commentator, Larry. Yeah. And they they also should have had when Oscar won the have her jump to the ground. So they're like, oh, she's on the ground and got the case. Just to make it a little more clear to the casual fan that well, no, once that, you have oh, contr- once you have control of it, it's, it's over. Yeah, but to the casual fan, it looked like. Well, obviously, one of those guys on top have to win because it's gotten down. If they just would have, you know, done the whole, and then Oscar's on the ground just to make it. I know. I don't think casual fan. I understand that. Really weird. I understand that. You know, I don't think you need that because then that sets a precedent that you have to then climb down the ladder, and that's anticlimactic. You can't do that. So, um, there you go. That's my Money in the Bank review. Way longer than I thought it would be. Um, And no, we had to point out how. But I didn't want to miss. I didn't want to miss spots, and I wanted to really explain to people why, you know, I'm not trying to change your opinion. Listen, if you enjoyed it, I'm not trying to say, and I feel bad now because I said people are stupid or whatever. I, I didn't mean that. I meant, look. If you, you Here's what I meant. Hey, look, like, let me finish. I meant you deserve better. That's really what I meant. I'm very, That's um, the, I'm that very. Point too. If you enjoyed this. You enjoyed getting 10% of something that could have yes, been 100. that makes me very sad. And there's. Maybe that, you could enjoy that. Yes. But and you makes deserve. Me, right. It makes me sad more. that you had to settle for that. So I apologize for being harsh. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I just wish better for you. I want everyone to be entertained all the time and WWE, but when they made Raw, guess what? We're going to find out they can put effort into stuff. They can try to do stuff. It's just that they don't choose to. And it makes me really sad. WrestleMania showed us. The, the 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 boneyard match and the and the firefly funhouse match was so in depth and smart and detailed and good, and whether or not you believe that they were matches or not, that's besides the point. It was a good quality product for what it was. This was the complete opposite of that. This was just shenanigans and bullcrap, and not even shenanigans that I can have fun with. Shenanigans that I'm just annoyed with. So again, I'm not saying the whole match was terrible. I'm saying it was 20% good, 80% bad, and Ooh. it's a. I'm giving it a 20% because there were you a few moments that, that I liked. You gave that 20% good. Wow, Larry, that's you're, a, you're Larry, just trying to be nice. Larry, that's a two out, of, two out of 10. I think that's a pretty you're, fair no, score. 
No, no. I, you are, you, you feel bad because you told people they were stupid and you're trying to back. I don't even now. think I did say There's, that. I'm just, I'm just making sure I didn't. You thought it. You thought it. No, you're feeling bad. No way. That's a two out of ten. It makes I me pity people. It, it made me pity people that liked it because I was like, you, you don't. Not to say you don't know what good is, but you, you deserve better. That's really what it is. That is Everyone exactly the right, right way to better. phrase it. You could have had so much fun. You might, and and it's okay. You might, that wasn't, at this point, because of COVID, they got your, you were willing to buy into this, or unless you're a jerk, yeah. you're willing to buy into, hey, they have to do something different. Right. right. So, you know what? They could have, they could have said, yeah, we have to do something different. We got to get wacky. Let's give them wacky and fun. Yeah. They didn't. They gave you 10% I know. of what could have been 100% fun. Yeah. And it's a shame. You know, it, wasn't, it, it would have never went. It would have went down in the record books as the greatest money in the bank match, whatever. It was what it had to be because of this time. But they were like, eh. Let me tell was, people what happens. This is this is the kind of thing that I would have made for a, either for fun or a school project where I didn't want to script it out. But I would just kind of like shoot a bunch of stuff. And then this would have been great as a college try. That's no. what, that this would have been great as that. They no. would have said, they would have said, Oh, you get a B minus. You, 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 you did a college try, but you need to, here's what you need to do. This was a first day project. You haven't learned storytelling yet. You haven't learned editing yet. For throwing this together at, if you're like a rookie, that's fine. For a billion-dollar nope. company, this is not acceptable. No. No. This is how much faith I have in you, Joe. From the age of 17 yeah. on, you could have done a better job here. Well, I was editing video when I was much younger than that, but yes. That's what I'm saying. But I'm giving you 17 on, you could have done a better job than this. Yeah. And that's yeah. the most credit I've ever gave you, yeah. But still <laughs> – I'm serious. No, I know, that, I know, I know. I'm saying, I'm saying, if you were like, listener could have written better jokes than if you've the never watched TV, never watched a movie, and you went to college, and they said, "Let's see your not what your knowledge is," and you came out with this, they would say, "Good try." They didn't say it was good. They said it was a good try, and then they're going to teach you how to actually do it right because this was embarrassing. And, the whole point of us saying aliens and robots is the fact that you don't have to be in the industry. No. Human beings understand storytelling because that's all we do. Yeah. In our minds, we storytell Yeah, constantly. there is really nothing else. That, yeah. There is nothing but story. That is my philosophy on life. Nothing but story. This had no... No. It's, it is like aliens or robots were like, we don't understand things. And Yeah. yeah. I'm very not happy. But this anyway, is worse than anything TNA has I know. done. Let's get let's get past it and never talk about it again. How about that? Oh, I'm sorry. First, we have to do emails. Go for it. Oh, I have one. Howdy. I would like to point something out Why? about Money in the Bank. Well, good time to do it because it just happened. The main show was two hours and 25. Oh, we didn't mention this. Uh, oh, yeah. It was really short. That was the thing. Yes. It ended an hour and a half early. The main show was two hours and 25 minutes, obviously much shorter than WWE pay-per-views. If we were to count up all the time spent plugging the Undertaker special, philanthropy, I'm not going to be able to say it. Philanthropy, ching, 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 ching. Thank you. Raw, Total Divas, school lunches, promos, and video packages, 
I guess we would be around one hour and 40 minutes of actual wrestling. I, that might that. be a little extra. Yeah. That's lame. The melodic tones of Drusopher Jones. P.S. The big surprise of the night was Bobby Lashley. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, that was the big surprise is that, oh, MVP's not wrestling. It's Bobby Lashley. Wow, no one cares. No, that's a shame. Hello, smart wrestling friends. Why can't WWE be this creative all the time? I really enjoyed the pay-per-view. I don't even hate the ring stuff at the PC. The ring stuff at the PC was much better than the money in the bank. Yeah, I agree. I especially like the storytelling in the Braun Bray match. I did too. That yep. was actually my favorite part, maybe. Yep. And it was great that the show was shorter than an episode of Raw. Agreed. <laughs> Why can't WWE do this all the time? Anyway, thank you for the wonderful content you put out, Boondock Saint. Thank you. Okay. Boondock Saint, you deserve, you deserve better. No, actually, everything he said, I agree with. Yeah. And is it okay for them to be shorter? Yes, but it's weird that Raw is longer than a pay-per-view, though. That is weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, that's my problem with it. I don't mind the short pay-per-view because it gets, you know, you got to go to sleep early. I got to do other oh, stuff. So it's it's good. But then you watch Raw and it's like, why is Raw longer than the paid show? Makes no sense. Uh, hello all and hello one. As I have mentioned before, I watch NXT UK, 205 Live, and the matches on main event. Since being pulled from Raw, Vic Joseph has not appeared on any WWE yeah. program, neither neither pre-COVID nor since. It's weird. I don't believe he's even been in Bottom Line or Afterburn, which apparently are still a thing, and hosted by Elise Ashton and Scott Stanford, respectively. Yep. Do you know if he's been released quietly? No, he still has a job there right now. His name's a Vic. Where else is he going to go? One interesting note from this past week of 205 Live, Jeremy Borash showed up for the first time on WWE Programming and talked with a liar. Tom. I was going to tell you this, Larry. Yeah, that happens. Oh, really? Because I have no idea what's coming. He was Tom, on commentary with him. Yeah. Tom asked Borash who he thought was going to win the interim champ- cruiserweight championship. Borash put over Phantasma and Atlas, I believe, before picking Maverick. Tom then accused him of showing favoritism, a joke that totally went over my head until I remember that both Borash and Maverick have been on Impact together. Yep. Maybe. Tom then walked off saying the show was now Borash's since WWE had six brands. I guess that means main event is his own brand. Yeah, they're calling that a brand. I know. But again, it's Liar Tom, so, P.S. Shouldn't have there have been a spot during the Money in the Bank match? Wow, fill in the blank here, where Byron was thrown through a Bra- skylight. Daniel Bryan, so no, Daniel Bryan. Bryan was thrown through through a skylight, so the commentators could say Bryan has shattered the glass ceiling, uh, <laughs> or one where someone got into an elevator before someone else runs in. Ah, runs in quick and yes. hits all the buttons, and then exits otherwise the you'd get to the top and it'd be over. This is what I'm saying. I think Joe and I come off as trying to be smarty McSmarties, but we never say anything that we don't think most – we know how smart our listeners are. Everyone is saying this stuff. Everyone can come up with a dozen ideas that are fun. I don't know. Why can't they? I don't know. It makes me sad. Um, Storm Tamer oh. writes in. You want to hear this? 
No, I, I or did you have something else? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just just frustrated. But I do have so much more faith in our listeners than the writers. And yeah, I, I agree. Said. Storm Tamer says, um, I'm just up to the Drew versus Seth match during Money in the Bank. And I realized for almost every match tonight, one of the competitors has gotten new music over the last six to nine months. I usually have a playlist of WWE music on my phone. So I went to get Bailey, Seth and Bray's new themes, but cannot find them anywhere digitally. Maybe that's a UK thing. Because I know they're out there. I went to the WWE YouTube music channel, and currently over the last year, they only released four new songs. Viking Raiders, The Fiend, and the Snoop Dogg Sasha theme, and Miz and Morrison. I was under the... Oh, that video. I was under the impression WWE music is still all in-house, so I don't understand why they're not making money by selling streaming or even having songs on YouTube. I think they're on Apple Music. Is something going on with WWE music? I... I would have thought over the last few months, uh, and especially during pre-tape mania, that making easy money from selling even Firefly Funhouse theme would be something they would do. Um, you know, we're in a different time where we don't necessarily buy music anymore. We we go on Apple Music and listen to tracks, and you know, it's a it's an all you can eat like Netflix thing. Uh, hopefully, yeah, this changes if at you some have, point. Like I have Alexa, and all I do is it's just, you know, I don't buy any music because you just tell Alexa to play something. Yeah. But you're okay. But you're paying for Alexa through Amazon, so yeah, yeah. I, yeah but I'm saying yeah. you don't go out. You got to pay somewhere. Search. Yeah, the point is right. I don't. I just you know, it's not a time where we buy individual tracks anymore. You pay Spotify, you pay Apple Music, or whatever you want to do. Pay Amazon, and then you get all the music. Um, he says, hopefully, some this changes at some point so I can listen to themes that I have any Roger or SmackDown. Thank you, Storm Tamer. But yeah, try try Apple Music and Spotify, and also. Um, because I listen to WWE stuff on Apple Music. And then also, uh, maybe, again, maybe it's a regional thing. So, I could be. Um, you ready for Raw? So oh my talk god, about a, so ready for Raw. I want to talk oh about my, a, I did not think... Okay, we had a lot to talk about this week. And a lot to drink. Good god. So, yeah, now I'm ready for Raw because I'm ex- Good week. Yeah, really good week. And Raw, not live from the same place. Yet, somehow, this Raw is like magic. Um... They show a video package of the... Oh, Larry, wasn't this... Didn't this make the Money in the Bank match look good? Because it was edited down to like a minute and a half. And it was like, oh, if that's what the match was, that was awesome. Okay, if you edited my life to a minute and a half, it would look good. That's what I'm saying. I know. Tonight, Randy Orton and Edge are here to share the ring, Tom says. Okay. I never expected this to be the main event. I did. I totally did. I really? just didn't. Ex- oh. Yes, I just expected a different ending. I'll tell you what I thought later. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black are back from the dead because they only fell six feet because there was a second roof. They explain, and they say this a lot tonight. And they're going to wrestle Seth Rollins and I almost said Eddie Murphy, just Murphy, not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> also, a moment of bliss with two special guests. Which won't make any sense. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Becky Lynch comes out with a briefcase. With the briefcase and no title. What is going on? Sadly, I found out about this from an inside source. So I knew about this um, the morning they taped this. Um, so I must, I must admit that I knew most of what was going to happen on this one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have to say this went so well. It did. But the point is this. I knew most of what was going to happen. 
And so you would have thought, like when you hear, like, say, they do the UK tapings in the, in the back in the day before COVID, and then you would know the results and you'd be like, ugh, and then you would be bored by Raw. Instead, I was intrigued and very, very I, delighted. Okay, do you know what I really liked about this? What? The fact that they didn't, oh, we give this to TMZ or we gave this to ESPN. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I'm so sick of them giving away important stuff yeah. on their show to it something else. It doesn't make else. sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. us enjoy it. Yep. So Becky Lynch, like I said, she has a briefcase. She puts it on a podium, a little table, and she's crying. And I'm like, whoa, this is big. But again, I knew what was going to happen. Um, she says she's torn between joy and sadness. <laughs> now, before I told you, now, because I, of course, I, I told Larry right away. But did you... Um, this is something no one could have predicted, correct? Maybe Seth. I thought there was going to be a joke there. I waited for no, you. No, that's as far as I went. Okay. No, um, no. I, okay, I, because I knew when I watched it, I knew what was coming. Yeah, I don't know what I would have thought. I mean, somebody should write in and say, if they didn't know, watch this not knowing what they thought. That's a good point. Uh, she's like I said, she's crying. She said, "I ask the decision makers, which means Vince and Triple." Oh, I'm so sick of the decision makers. Fox TV yeah. networks, whatever. She says, "I ask them to raise the stakes of Money in the Bank." Oh, and she says, "I have to go away for a while to my home planet." And Oscar comes out, and this is. How is this so well done? She's like, I don't know, but it was cool because Oscar's like, that's my case. Why yeah, she's like, case? why do you have my briefcase? What are you doing? Becky Lynch, and she's freaking out. And Becky goes, well, this is, why is this so good? Why did they, like, what? I hate it when, it's like Oscar the Grouch, he's, he's only happy when he's miserable or whatever. No, I'm, that's not true at all. I'm joking. Um, but in all seriousness, it makes me very upset that WWE is capable of doing this, yet they don't do it until ratings are in the toilet. Well, imagine Why did it take them this long to make a good show? Your, 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 it's like you're constantly telling your kids to do the dishes, <clears> and they <throat> do a crappy job on them. Just so, and then you find out, well, they know how to do dishes, and you're like, oh, so angry. It's very annoying. But Becky's like, look, Oscar, I have the briefcase because, well, listen, it's yours, but it's not what you think. You see, your match wasn't for the Money in the Bank briefcase. She says, "Notice, I noticed that you couldn't open it because it's yeah, a combination." Now see, this is how you you cover holes. Yes, with with common sense stuff. It's perfect. She says, "Yeah, that's great. because there's a combination lock on it." So let me open it for you. She opens it up and she says, "Yeah, Oscar." The Money in the Bank match wasn't for the briefcase. It was for this. She opens up the the case, and Becky's women's WWE Raw Women's title is inside. And Asuka's puzzled by this. Yep. And she says, no, Asuka, you're the champion now. And Asuka says, I'm champion? And she's... Then all of a sudden lights up, and she's like... Oh my God. And she grabs the title and she's like, I'm the champion. I'm the champion. And dances all around the whole arena. And Becky's half laughing at this, but half crying. And then Oscar gets back in the ring. 
<clears throat> and she says, listen, I know you're happy, but I'm even happier than you, I think, because, listen, you take that title and you go be a warrior because I'm going to go be a mother. And Asuka is like, mother? <gasps> and she's all happy and she hugs Becky and Becky's crying. This is one of the best moments in WWE in a really long time because I'm it's, glad you said that because that's exactly what I thought. It is so real and good. It's just this was amazing. I can't tell you how well done this was and I don't know like like the line about you go be a warrior and I'm going to go be a mother. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Who writes that? That was perfect. Again, again, we get a lot of crap about being negative. Listen to us gush about this. This and, was at a hundred percent a plus. And everything about does it does not was, get better. Than no, this. it doesn't because everything about it was perfect. And you could make every argument in the book about Oscar. She's a heel, but she's in a good mood because she's a champ. So she she softens okay, up. Awesome. She's 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 a woman. And she understands this, so it's above being a heel. It's like when the, the villain, you know, in anything you, you, any TV or movie or cartoon that you loved, when all of a sudden they got soft a little bit and they were friends with the good guy for a little while. You love that part. That part's awesome. And this was just incredible. And Oscar, was there not a better person to turn this over oh to? Oh my God, it was perfect. She was the right one. Yeah. It, the history of wrestling, because. Number one, she doesn't have to do a whole lot of explanation because she's not speaking the language. Number two, she is a crazy heel. So, yeah. Number three, she is she is definitely worthy. She's still, you know, dangerous Oscar. And let me point out, a lot of stuff is going to get lost because this Becky is such a big story, the baby. Yeah. But the fact that Oscar came in as undefeatable, got buried ruined however when we talk about it in our terminology still stayed relevant came back as wacky fun yet still dangerous oscar is fantastic yep. i am she is just one of my favorite wrestlers she's one period. of the most dynamic people that they have yes the fact that you know what i'm sorry that sometimes wwe you know creative ruins your gimmick sometimes they screw you over but People like Jericho, people like Oscar, stick with it, make yep. the most of what they're mm -hmm. given, and still come out smelling. Like a, she doesn't even speak the freaking language, and yep. she's over. Yep. This is great. So I really like when someone who doesn't give up, no matter what hurdle. So yeah, like Becky Lynch, that's the big story. The other big story is Oscar is still relevant and still awesome, yep. no matter what happens to her. I'm perfectly. so happy she's here. It worked so well, and she could next week be the most. Devious heel ever. It doesn't matter. This is nope. perfect. Turn her face, so. turn her heel. Doesn't matter. You do whatever She's you want. Great. Yep. So we come back from break, and it's Byron Saxton, Liar Tom, and Samoa Joe on commentary, and they can't believe what just happened, and that's great. Backstage. Okay, this is one thing I did not like about this show, and if we have to explain. You know, I'm I'm not a doctor, but I can explain this to you if you say, oh, it's fine or whatever. Backstage, Charlie interviews Becky Lynch, which is fine, right? Yeah. She's like, I can't believe it. Congratulations, Becky. But then Rey Mysterio comes in and Natalia comes in and like 20 other people come in. And it was like a thousand, yeah. whatever. And they're all like, I need a hug. No, I need a hug. So they hug 
Becky Lynch so much that gives the baby COVID. Larry, why would you do this? Listen, yeah. listen. I understand Florida has a million test kits for COVID for whatever reason. Okay. And I understand that. Let's just even assume everyone that came in the building got tested. You realize that you could still carry it, get tested negative and still give it to somebody. Right. Because if you don't realize that, then you don't understand how this works. Yeah, I it's that- really, really hope that Becky Lynch is okay. Yeah, it's the disconnect between being lost in the fantasy and the moment and everything, and then, you know, the yeah. reality of these are real people, and yeah, we're in a weird disease thing. That was way too many people. No, I, especially listen, pregnant lady. I which, know. Uh, and this early. Oh, oh no. The baby is due in December, she said, by the way. So off when Raw was over. Um... Lashley versus Umberto Carrillo is now, and it's a look at this. It's a notice qualification match because last time they wrestled, Lashley wouldn't listen to the ref, and there was a DQ. So they're actually like keeping this going, and it will make sense if Lashley wins. Let's find out. It's a short match, one chair, and a full Nelson, and Lashley wins with a new finisher. Has he used that before? I thought he did with Leo Rush. I can't remember though. <clears throat> I no, was that when he first came back early on? I think. Yeah. I thought he used I it. So. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, so Lashley wins, and that's fine. But we'll see, because that was a continuation of a story, and we might actually get another one later. Hmm. Earlier today, the Street Profits resurrect Matt Hardy versus MVP's basketball championship thing on SmackDown. <laughs> the whatever oh, you can do. How does any real fan not? That's what you're thinking. I know. This whole time. You do. You go, Especially oh, they did this when MVP right. is back on the show. Correct. Correct. So they do. They say, guess what, Viking Raiders? If you think you're so much better than us and you can do everything we can do better, then how about we play basketball? And they talk about NBA Jam. And then I want to go play NBA Jam. But then they show earlier today the Viking Raiders. They don't think basketball is cool and they reference karaoke. So they're still clowning? I don't know. Okay, we'll see. Not a any of this. Well... I didn't because think it's I was. Not done right at the end either, but let's go. It, I think it is. Okay, we'll get there. No, I don't think it is. Really? Okay. Right, okay. We'll see. Um, so we come back from break. Breaking news, everybody. Becky Lynch is having a baby. That's almost an hour ago. I don't think, again, WWE <laughs> understands breaking news. Never. They don't know up next. They don't know breaking news. Charlie interviews Asuka. Larry, Kyrie comes in. And she's like, huh? You are champion? Larry, Kyrie was in the room with Becky Lynch. She already knew about all this. Continuity error. The only way to explain it is if Kyrie didn't can't understand a word of English, so she didn't know what was actually going on. But why wouldn't she have watched that opening segment? <laughs> she's surprised by Asuka having the title. Are you on mute? Hello. Sorry, I'm muted. Oh my no, god! I, I have no problem with this. I I don't care. I'm just entertained by these two. But is Oscar maybe the best non English speaking wrestler in WWE's history? Probably. Yeah. Because I'm I'm getting 
emotion and everything for her and i'm enjoying this and it's yes. and it's not insulting like so many i don't speak english so i'm funny I, I just I really enjoy these two. They're they're fun and they're awesome and it also was funny to see Oscar sing her own theme song when she doesn't even know some of the words. It's really funny. <laughs> no. Already in progress. Oh my god, Akira Tozawa against Angel Garza with all his friends. And there's okay, look at this. There's Garza and Theory, Austin Theory, can't get along because everybody in this faction wants to be the best guy so now they're playing one-upsmanship so the See, whole match I, I, but when we're talking about raw getting better i didn't like how the the stable was breaking down before but now that they kind of explain it i enjoy it more remember the one raw, yeah the one week andrade was like it's there those guys fault and this week gars is like I'm better than you, Austin Theory, because he's jealous because Zelina likes Theory more. So yeah, I, there's I an actual thing happening here. And Garza keeps yelling, I could do this all day because that's Theory's thing. Um, and he's like, and I could do this all year. So Wing Clipper, Garza wins, and they're still keep, they keep arguing until Drew McIntyre comes out and he gives a claymore to Theory and Angel and Andrade think it's hilarious and then Drew yeah, takes them out, too. this is all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're actually trying. Wow. When we come back from break, it's a rematch. Champion versus champion Andrade versus Drew McIntyre. It's another good match, but Claymore, Drew wins. Here's the sad part about Andrade. He's like Akira Tozawa. He's a jobber that... But now in this in this situation, he's a champion, but yet he's a jobber. How can that be? Also, he is the Dean Ambrose of uh, 2020 as far as U.S. champions go because he never defends that title anymore. Yeah, I don't remember. Why the does last he even time? have it? But the title is so junky. And but why do you put him in this position? I don't know. It's weird. But no. If anything, I want to see the stable break down and wrestle for that title. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, Drew cuts a promo backstage about his math match with Seth Rollins. And here's where we get the first mention of the, the wild card role being brought back. He calls it the brand to brand invitation, which again sounds way better. Remember wild card Vince was like, I'm a genius wild card. Three people oh, only. So terrible. I mean, four people only four. Just five. Or, just six people. Only. A tag team is one. Wait, 18 no. people. Yeah. It was really badly done. But now, I can, now is a time during a pandemic where I'm like, okay, the each roster is really thin. Now is a great time to do it. So I'm fine with it. And, and next, also, yeah. what you do if you introduce something like this, build up goodwill. I'm feeling good about Raw right now. Yep, me too. If me I too. if this was a crappy Raw and you introduced this, Ooh, I would then be I'd be so, so mad. Yep. And next week on Raw, someone from SmackDown wanted to come over and challenge Drew to a match, not for the title, but just a match. It's, and now, when you explain it like that, I'm like, okay. <clears throat> yep. It's not. 
And guess what it is? It's Drew McIntyre, he says, versus the most hated man on SmackDown, King Corbin. And guess what? It's not stale, so I'll take it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's a history there. And, yeah, I'm not hating it. And, again, you've built up goodwill. You've entertained me. So I'm like, they do good things. I will watch them do more things. Yep. That's That's one thing WWE has had against it for months is it's totally not delivering, so I'm not willing to buy into anything because you haven't delivered anything. Exactly. You gave me an interesting raw for an hour and a half. Yep. And right now I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Yep. Um, Bliss Cross gets ready backstage for a moment of bliss. Backstage, when we come back from break, oh my God, how is this so good? MVP is there with Bobby Lashley. And he's like, listen, he's like, I don't know how to say this, but why are you out there fighting Umberto Carrillo when a guy from SmackDown is coming over here and facing the WWE champion? What are you doing with your career? He's like, I remember you from back in 2007 when we were both on SmackDown and I was just starting and now you've come all this way and you're still fighting like a jobber out there. What are you doing? She doesn't say a word. This is so good. You know why? Because do you know why the Marvel movies are so good? You have a shared universe that keeps, like, everything feels like it's happening. You know, it's not segmented. It's it's a real world. Look at what they did right here in this segment. Yep. Where they're like, they're calling back. They're saying, they're ca- they're call- doing callbacks from before. They're saying, what's going on now? I didn't think that Baron Corbin coming over from SmackDown had anything to do with Bobby Lashley. But now I realize it's the same universe. Yep. And yeah, that would happen. And this all, this really interesting thing is going on. It all makes sense when you start writing things and caring a little bit. Is this the same show as we watched it almost, for the last four weeks? Right. The thing is... Until ratings go down the toilet, they don't give a crap. They throw things out there and they go, well, that's our effort. That's it. So this is them trying. Again, makes me mad because now I know they could have been trying the whole time. But get this. Here we go. MVP leaves Lashley alone. He finds Lana. This is amazing. He says, wow. And he looks at Lana and goes, here's another cage keeping Lashley locked in. (gasps) But then, guess what? Guess what happens? The segment is completely ruined by Lana and her terribleness and her loud screaming stupidity. And she can't act. And Larry, she's in a movie with Bruce Willis because of her looks. But Joe, you can't. Even if you want, you're like, okay, I want to fix Raw. Let's say they put Joe Negron in charge of Raw. You yes. want to fix it. You can't get around Lana. She's there. She's part of the story. And she's never going to be good. I know. So it is what it is. It so makes me I sad, can't. though, because she that was so perfect. And then she's like, rah, rah, rah. and it's like, that's not anything. You put a book on your head, Lana. Get away. Get away from me. You are not an actress. Remember, I used to really like Lana. What happened? Bliss Cross come out for a moment of bliss. The Iconics return. Oh my Yay. God, the Iconics. When I heard that music, I was so excited. Me too. I, I, I know, I seem, it seems like I'm the only one that really like them, but I love them. But here's the weird part. 
Why are why is Alexa Bliss surprised? Because I know there's two chairs out there, and we were told that there were two guests. But they said surprise guests. Yeah. And then Bliss is surprised. But who are the guests going to? You mean that you have a talk show where you don't know who the guests are? What? Well, you have a talk show where you always have one chair, and now there's two. So, yeah, you know. Whatever. The point is this. Bliss says, wow, you guys returned tonight. It was going to be a big story, and then you were upstaged by a baby. What? Why is Bliss such a D-bag if she's a face? I'm okay with this because Iconics saved this with their hatred. Oh my god. Billy Kay is incredible. She's like, what's so great about a baby? She's like, I was a baby. That was You were a baby. That's no baby. Everybody's a baby. There's no big deal. And they want a title shot tonight. And Bliss is like, no. You've been away for like seven months. You can't (laughs) just have a title shot. And when we come back from break... <clears throat> we get a non-title match, Bliss Cross against the Iconics. I m- listen. I miss the Iconics like crazy, and they're so fun to have back. But this match is despicable. They mess up almost every move in the match. I was embarrassed. Awful mat. They use like a magic killer of their own, which is like a belly buster. So <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It wasn't the greatest match ever. Ever, but again. I'm entertained. But it so. didn't matter, right? Because I was I just happy to see him back. Happy to see a different match. Iconics win, and now they're gonna get a title shot. I'm fine with that. But oh my god, Larry, they can't wrestle. <laughs> oh they have it's not like Alexa Bliss. They have moves. They just don't know how to do them. I Man, well they are wrestling Alexa Bliss, so Yeah, it can't be good then. Um Oh my God, here we go. Charlie, oh, this is amazing. Charlie interviews Rey Mysterio. This is incredible. Right. He's like, well, I got thrown off a roof and I thought, well, my life flashed before my eyes. And then it was a miracle dog because there was a second roof just six feet below. So thank you, miracle Jesus. Shouldn't you be thanking the architect that made that building instead of I, Jesus? I also, don't know. speaking of the architect, Seth Rollins walks in and he looks like zombie Jesus. Something's like. Well, wait God. a minute. Isn't that redundant? Mm, no, it's. Yeah. It's, Wasn't it's, Jesus a zombie? Yes. Okay. But I'm. Okay. I'm just still stating that he looks like zombie Jesus. I understand it's redundant and it's. I, I do work for the Department of Redundancy <laughs> Department. So, um, Ray's like, you know what, Seth? Congratulations on being a father. And Rollins no sells it and walks away. And what does Ray say? I don't remember what he said. What a Richard. <laughs> oh, I thought he said, I hope your kid grows up to be a giant. That's Jeff Hardy. Sorry. I hope I your d- child is as big as Dominic and he can tower <laughs> over you and pick you up so you can reach up to change light bulbs. That's what Ray would say. Uh, I All I know is from this this interview, 
I could listen to Ray Mysterio talk about going grocery shopping. He because just, this was my favorite. It was just so ridiculous. He's like, I went to get bananas and they were stacked very high. I'm like, what? I don't know why I'm doing Jeff Hardy. It's Jeff Hardy again. Yeah. But Ray talking about anything and just kind of like lying about it. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> Making up lies like a roof out six feet. Alistair Black landed beside me. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's the point? And then I knew I that I had to team said, up with him. It's too late. <laughs> we have lost the match, but we will fight again, dog, on Raw. Not for the title, but that's okay. At least I'm getting a paycheck. Yeah. My mask says mask. I wrote down mask on my mask, and I wrote down Mexican on me. And I'll never forget what anything is. It's kind of like memento, but not exactly like memento. Um, Next up, Ricochet and Cedric. But first, it's our truth Oh my God! He puts in those those broken teeth and crosses his eyes, and just like that, pretty Ricky is back. Like it is a decade but, ago. But again, they don't understand comedy because the way this works is Ricochet and uh, who's the partner? <coughs> First of all, Ricochet. But yes, Ricochet. Who's Cedric? His Cedric. One of them needs to be injured. So they've got our truth, and they're like, we have to find a third person. And our truth that says, don't worry, I got it covered. Right, and he's both guys. I know. And he's both guys. Mm-hmm. That's the joke. I'm, I know. I'm, it was entertaining. You could do, it was fun, but you could do that, and that would even be a better that layer. That would have been hilarious that our truth thinks that he got them a mystery partner, right. and it's pretty Ricky, and but then all, stuck with it. Blair, all you're match. doing is improving it. You're not completely repairing it like, like yeah, yeah, uh, no, Money no, in the this Bank. This is nothing compared to what we were talking about with the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would have made it a, a nine right as it is right now as a six. But yeah. Yes. And all he does, he doesn't even leave the area or whatever. He turns around, puts the teeth in, and turns around. Like, that's all he does. That would be really funny. I'm okay with that. That yeah. was okay. Already in the ring, MVP, Brendan Vink, and Shane Thorne versus already in the ring, Cedric and Ricochet. The only one that gets half an entrance is our truth But Truth turns into pretty Ricky on the apron, and uh, he gets punched by MVP. And that... It hurts his fake teeth or whatever. It, he has to give the teeth to the ref, which looked disgusting. Oh, no. MVP, remember his really bad match against Rey Mysterio on his return? Yeah. When he couldn't take any moves and he forgot. And it was like the, the it, lie detector. And MVP doesn't know what it is or how to take it. So it doesn't work. Truth wins. Lashley comes out. Spear to Truth and Lashley wants to talk to MVP backstage. This is a really good reset episode of Raw. Wasn't that a really good classic? Like Lashley came out and he's like, yeah, we need to talk. And you go back. That felt so. Like wrestling? wrestling? Yes. Yes. So, yes. It's funny. We both exactly (laughs) thought the same thing. Yes. That felt like wrestling. Wow. (sighs) It's like they forgot and then they remembered. Or it's like they didn't care, and now they have to care. <laughs> Charlie interviews Jinder Mahal, and he says, Wow, my old pal Drew McIntyre's WWE champion. He says, But you know what? I was champion too, and I deserve to be respected. But this time, 
My journey to the top will be a hero's journey. He's a false face like Bo Dallas. I Larry, hope. Is WWE trying? Oh my I god! That's what it is. They, they were vi- okay. Maybe they are really good this week because it was super subtle. I hope that's what is happening. Holy crap! It was very subtle. He was acting like a heel, and at the end, he says he's going to be a hero. Yep. I, I hope. <coughs> wow. Okay. That would make me interested in gender, which is pretty much impossible. Yeah. Real tough. AJ Styles grabs popcorn backstage and he sits down to watch the Undertaker documentary during work. Doesn't make sense. No. Nope. Is he not he was terrified he had some psychological thing with the Undertaker. Yeah, what but happened? now he wants to he wants to figure it out so he could be better. I think. Eh, they didn't deliver that. But yeah. Okay, whatever. Okay. Backstage interview with Oh my god. This is the. I think she's the star of the night. Backstage interview with Shayna Baszler. <gasps> my, became my favorite wrestler in one episode of Raw. Char's like, hey, Shayna, now what are you going to do now that Becky Lynch isn't champion anymore? Shayna goes, how dumb do you have to be to get knocked up while champion? She's going to have Let me that- tell you what. This Raw, I was so worried up <clears> to <till throat> this point because this Raw could have been entitled Women Love Babies. Yep. But this and not saved- here. This is amazing. Saved. She's like, what's so great about a baby? This this is gonna, yeah. just going to be a parasite. This she's going to sit around at home. This is going to su- She goes, and you know, this is the best part. She goes, you, you know that kid's going to suck. Ah! She goes, you know who the father is. I rest my case. Oh. Wow. She was amazing. This was amazing. Whoever wrote this was amazing. Saved the whole, oh, women like babies <clears throat> thing. Totally saved that. So, so great. good. So, and it gets better too. Oh, it keeps getting better. AJ Styles is mad at the TV and throws popcorn because, you know, he hates The Undertaker. So that means that that feud's not over. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but it might not pick up for a long time. But it doesn't matter. Now I want more, you know. Uh, hmm. Rey Mysterio and Aleister Black come out to the ring. Uh, when we come back from break, Becky and Vince are hugging, which is, you know, that's one person. It's not a room of like 13 people hugging Becky. Well, I, it's sad because Vince will never see the baby. So. Oh, my God, Larry. You said December. That's still this year. Yeah, but um, Vince isn't. <laughs> what have you done? 2021, not going to be Vince's year. I can tell you that. Mm. Uh, Rey Mysterio and Alistair Black against Seth Rollins and Murphy. This is awesome, except the okay. ending, which is, doesn't make but, any sense. But, but I'm, yeah. I did. Here's why. Again, this is wrestling. I don't know what to expect. And guess what? They. That's what I want of wrestling. I don't you know what's going on there. Here. You watch this and you stand there and you go, "Oh my god, what are they doing?" Rollins again looks like frazzled zombie Jesus just standing on the apron like he's in shock. He's like a statue for almost the entire match. He will not tag in. Murphy's getting destroyed by both Alistair and Ray. This is great. Okay, during this match, have you? when was the last time you were this interested in Seth Rollins as you were during this match and he didn't uh, even wrestle? Years ago? I've, yeah, I'm like, okay, what's going on? I'm Seth Rollins. I want to know more about Seth Rollins. I haven't said that for a long time. Even last week, you said this is stupid and Seth Rollins sucks. Oh, the Messiah thing is stupid. It was stupid. 
Okay. But now we're at a place where I want to know what's going on in Seth's head. If we're getting bipolar Jesus out of this, I'm all for it. Um, So Seth's on the apron. By the way, he stands there for like 15 minutes. Do you want to know? I got inside the inside. Uh, what's that called? That the the device where you could hear inside somebody's head. I have the inside scoop on what's inside Ron's I think head. That device has a name. Uh, mind reader. You mean like Cerebro? <clears throat> yes. Okay. We'll, we'll go with the Cerebro. We'll do it. Here's what Rollins was thinking during this match. <laughs> oh my god! I praise WWE so much on the social medias. I realize now I'm not an employee. I'm an independent contractor. (laughs) I have no health insurance. I have no way to support my family. This baby, with all the bills and during COVID, this baby's going to bankrupt me. My life is over. I'll never recover from this financially. What if it's it's twins? (laughs) What if it's triplets? Maybe, maybe none of this was a good idea. So that's what he was thinking this whole. And the hey, thing baby, is, I might not be I far bet. off. Maybe his baby is not going to have health care because both parents work for WWE. That's what I just said. I know that's just that's stunning. Uh, because it's stunning because is, you, I'm making a joke about a sad reality. But the thing is, you, that's what you were thinking, and much better than me. Because all I was thinking was he had to be thinking. Thank God I didn't get the Nazi pregnant. Oh my God. <clears throat> Could you imagine? Wow. Baby Hitler. Wow. Yeah, what do you do if the kid's going to be the next Hitler? I don't know. I don't know. Can't can't kill him. Uh, even if you know. Uh, so it's like, the, what's that called? Early edition with the plane. You stop it, but then you're a crazed lunatic, even though you saved all those lives. Um, so, so here's the weird part. Rey Mysterio is sick of Seth not tagging in, and Murphy and Rey are fighting in the corner. So Rey just decides, I'm going to activate the statue. And he activates Seth by elbowing him in the gut, and Seth goes flying off the apron. So this wakes Seth up out of the trance he was in for whatever he was thinking about. I really enjoyed the psychological... I really enjoyed the mental play here Mm -hmm. because... It was fun to see even the – because, of course, Murphy is – why was Seth? What's wrong? You're my partner. But it was fun that Ray and Alistair Black sold the whole thing of – even though it helps our side, we don't know what the heck is going on here. Yeah, they were Everybody puzzled. played really well they here. They kept looking at Seth, and Seth wasn't even blinking. He was just standing there like he was – he heard he was having a baby, but he's a heel, and he's a messiah. He's conflicted. Something's wrong. Yeah, this was good. Um, so now here's the weird part. So once Ray activates Rollins, Rollins is super mad and he's like, what? What? I was thinking or whatever. He grabs Ray Mysterio and the ref rings the bell? Wait, what? Because he's not legal. Don't you usually get yelled at first before? Uh, yeah, you get yelled at the entire match. Don't people come in all the time and never mind. Um, Rollins yells. So it's the match is over. Rollins yells at Murphy to stay back. Murphy's just trying to help and go with Rollins. Nope. He, Rollins doesn't want to have it. Rollins wants to be alone, 
But then Rollins snaps and he grabs Rey Mysterio and takes him over to the steel steps. He gouges Rey's eye out, squishes his eye into the steel steps corner, and there's blood everywhere. This was a totally cool gimmick spot that was disgusting. Some sort of eye and for an eye reference for the future. Eyes, so yes. They're probably very fragile. Yes. Fragile. Soul. Um, I got nothing. Uh, but they, but officials come out and Adam, this is awesome. So Adam Pierce has to stand there and be the Ray's protector of his face. So <laughs> there's the cameraman yeah, shooting behind Adam Pierce who has to, you know, block Ray's face when they take off the mask. And then Adam's holding up the towel and it blocks the shot and you can't see Ray's face. And then they put the, Yeah, you know, because if you're younger than 20 years old, you've never seen his face. It's a good point. WCW. So, yeah. They uh, remove Ray's mask and Rollins is all like, he looks like a demon and he leaves. But wait, there's more. Uh, we come back from break and they they do show Ray without his mask on. Most of his face here. They show his eyes all bloody and Alistair standing over him. Now Rollins and Murphy come in and Rollins is like all weird and sad and he's like hey ray i don't know what happened so what is going on and alistair black gets so mad but he takes it out on murphy (laughs) excuse me i think i had to have a pull apart there what is going on Mm -hmm. you know what it's a wrestling show and now i care next week to find out earlier today every okay I know it's not over yet, but let's take a pause right here. Think about everything that happened on this Raw that makes you want to watch Raw next week. Yeah. That's how wrestling works. Wow, it's crazy. How do you either ignore that or forget that? It's crazy. Between that and Otis having the Money in the Bank briefcase, like, I want to watch SmackDown and Raw. This is weird. Yep. Yeah. Um, Earlier today, the Street Profits play basketball and the Viking Raiders watch them play. They're warming up. And the Raiders say, well, we can do it better than you. And they try, and they're really bad at it. But this seemed like this was like the sting or whatever, or some kind of hustle. It seemed like it, but I wasn't sure. So they're bad at it. And then the small, I don't understand the joke. Small Viking says, well, if we need a new basketball, we know where to get it. And he points to Big Viking's stomach. What does that mean? I don't. That's not a joke. That's stupid. But anyway, back from break, we get the actual basketball game. And it sure is a segment. It's basically Street Profits are good at basketball and Vikings are bad at basketball. So the Vikings get destroyed 74 to 0, but we have like seconds. Well, I'm not done. We have seconds. We have seconds left and the Vikings get one basket, but the buzzer sounds so... They think they won, and they celebrate like they won. And I thought, if this was the end, this is terrible. But we'll find out it's not. So It is. Okay, second best segment on Raw. What? Yep. Okay. Shayna Baszler. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Viking Raiders. No. Okay. okay no. Get out of here. <laughs> Shayna Baszler is backstage with Natalia. Natalia's like, let me give you a lesson on motherhood. <laughs> this was incredible. Shayna looks at Natalia and goes, like you'd ever have a kid. 
We all know the Hart Dynasty dies with you. Oh my God, is Shayna Baszler the greatest thing WWE has invented in um, like years? Well, that's the beauty of it. You, if you're going to have a character like this, you show them being just just awful, and then later on you show them being worse because we're still reeling from that first thing, and they're like, "Oh my God, you just said that." That was great. Loved it. Loved it. She basically buried Owen, Brett, everybody. Wow. Oh, my God. There's something in there about Tyson Kidd. It's all bad. Yeah, inferred. There's so much inferred here that's great. Mm -hmm. WWE. Okay, we come back from break. Larry, WWE actually brags about getting an award for kicking over lemonade stands. They're bragging about getting an award that's meant for, like, small YouTube channels and stuff. Are you kidding? I uh, this you know little too Larry, close to home. Larry, yeah, this WWE is... WWE won best kindergarten play. And beat <laughs> See, all those that, kids. That's exactly what it is. Best science project went to uh, you know MIT, who yep. uh, entered into the high local high school. Exactly to, the best ever volcano. Oh my god, the world is broken. <laughs> Can can people not like have one little thing without nope. billionaires and millionaires nope. just they gotta step in, in and get as much money out of it as possible and get the F out. They don't care what you get. Okay. So now we get the final segment of the we thought that I thought the basketball thing was over, right? It was over. Yeah. No. We get a post game part. Street profits are poor winners, and they're all braggy, and the Vikings say yeah, we let you win. So then we think they're just full of it, right? Yeah. But they should, Street Profits are like, what? And Vikings are like, let's show them. And they play the Globetrotter sound-alike music and the Vikings are actually awesome at basketball and they can do all this crazy stuff and they can do dunks and stuff that they shouldn't be able to do, whatever. And they're great and they can hit the three-point bucket and... Street Profits are in disbelief and they're sad because they can't beat the Vikings ever at anything. But they did beat them. I know. But We Let You Win is code for you're never going to beat us in the ring, so we pitied you. Yeah, I would have been better if they'd have been like, well, I mean, you sure beat us at the basketball. But, but next week know. in a chicken wing, uh, a turkey leg eating contest, you will lose. I don't want to see Dawkins throw up no. turkey legs, so no thanks. No, no, no. It, but then they could have been like, well, why don't we do a dunk contest for the final winner? And some, uh, it, it was not. It wasn't horrible. I'm not hating it. It was a C plus. No, it was not. It was better because it was Larry. Because here's why. WWE just wrote a segment with a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay, well, okay, if we're gonna judge it by that, yes. Is this a turning point in the creative team? Is this? Because it has to be. If if they want to put forth the effort, yes. I wanna know what the what other job does the creative this is what i've been bothering me for a long time but do they also mop the floors and that takes up a lot of time and they can't get to the writing are they on time are they writing scripts for something else that this is just like a part-time gig that they always phone it in you always have to wonder yeah 
Because no, if the this problem is, is your main job, think about this. You're, this is your main job. You have nothing else to do. You would make <clears throat> it fun and creative just out of, you know, I mean, you've got yeah. nothing else to do. Yeah. So, yeah. They actually woke them up and said, hey, hey, you guys got to actually come through this week. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's no problem. I'm, I'm busy, like, over here writing for, uh, I don't know. You were going to say friends. Inserts. Famous show that I don't watch TV. I yeah, don't know. I think you're late on that one. Third uh, Rock. I don't know. Oh, my God. Like, how old I don't know what TV is. Okay. Um, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia. And wow. Natalia says, you fake wrestler. <laughs> well, she's a real fighter, so she could kill you. Natalia curses a lot, but she's so repetitive. It gets annoying. Shayna delivers a knee for a fl- Oh my god, there's a part in this match where Natalia tries to counter and Natalia's oh, I feel bad for her. She should do a perfect counter with the sharpshooter. She had her in the spot, but she had to reset it back to zero. She had to put the legs apart and figure it out from the beginning. It's like when you're doing a tie and you you're like, wait, wait, wait. And you just have That's to her. Stop all over again she cannot do a or- proper counter. She's it's she is incapable. Yep. She's like, wait. Over, under, through. Um, so Shayna delivers a knee for a flash knockout and Shayna wins. But after the match, Natalia's mad when she should be selling. Well, she's up and kicking the ropes. Yes, but that's not the point. Okay, then. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, maybe not next week, but yeah. Backstage, Charlie interviews King Corbin. He talks and is is this real? Because... Well, let me, two things about this. First of all, he's like, well, I was seeing red and I just, you know, Larry, what does seeing red mean? Can you explain to the listeners? You're angry. So he's angry. And it usually means that you can't think straight or you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. And he says, he says, I was seeing red concentrating on the briefcase. So I threw Ray and Alistair Black off the roof. Charlie then says, what were you thinking when you threw them off the roof? She's bad at this or the scriptwriters are bad at this. What was this? Or she can't adapt because he added information before her question. Or, okay, let's, or Corbin did his line too early. But I'm saying then she has to adapt. But she can't because well, yeah, she's yeah, well, a okay. robot. I love Charlie. She's great. But she asks the dumbest questions on earth. And it makes her look stupid. So anyway, this was awesome because he's like, hey, I have history with Drew. Remember King Corbin and Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler and that whole thing on Raw when they were taking over Raw with Lashley and all that stuff? That all connected at one point in time, yep. and they brought it up. That's how you do stories. Yeah, and if you're going to introduce this whole thing about jumping shows, you've showed me why <clears throat> this is a real thing that would happen. Yep. And now I don't even mind <clears throat> Yeah, okay, they just made me not hate Corbin coming to Raw. I should hate that. Yep. Up next are Edge and Re- – here's what the graphic says – are Edge and Randy Orton on a collision course? Question mark. Are they? I don't know. We'll find out. I thought maybe for the end of the show that they'd get jumped by the Zelina Vega faction and maybe have to 
reform rated RKO, but WWE thinks they're going to get another match out of this. We'll see. Well, um, well, we'll hear what Edge says. I like the fact that what Edge says. Yeah, this all works for me. Okay. Um, let me tell you about the commercials for this Raw. Seeing commercials for WrestleMania 3 makes me happy. They showed commercials like it was like a new event. They were like, watch on Fox Sports 1, where Hulk Hogan takes on Andre the Giant. And Randy Macho Man Savage takes on Ricky the Dragon. I was like, wow, that's kind of neat. Excuse me, I understand it's a product I could watch any time on the network, but just hearing that was kind of cool. Well, reminding you of that. (laughs) Now, Larry, that makes me happy. But seeing a commercial for Charlotte on all three shows makes me sad. I already don't want Charlotte on Raw because she's from NXT. I now don't want Charlotte also on SmackDown, but yet she will also be there. Why? I'm not sure about the Charlotte thing yet. Nothing makes sense. What are we not sure about? She's awful. She, well, no. She's not a heel. She's not a face. I still don't, I don't understand. She's on every show. Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of this? It's like an evolution of that weird... Uh, Finn Balor thing, but in wor- in a worse way. I guess so. Nope. Yeah. All I know is Charlotte's probably the most overrated women's wrestler in history. Okay, she would be fine if she wasn't so over, you know, exposed. Be fine. I'm just saying overrated. That's all. I'm not saying she's the worst wrestler. I'm no, just I'm sick overexposed. of her. You're right. I'm sick of her. If I saw her less, maybe I would care more. Yep, and all three shows so. is gonna. That's gonna be the end. I. I she was like the it. last person that needed to be on all three shows. <clears throat> Correct. Next week, Bliss Cross versus Iconics is official for the tag titles. Good, but here we go. Main event time. Charlie's in the ring, and Edge comes out for the interview of the Will They Collide match or whatever. Um, Edge says, "Listen, I'm done with. I beat Randy Orton." WrestleMania. I'm done with that feud. I don't understand this whole hunting the Viper thing and at Collision Court. I didn't sign up for any of that. I'm done. So Randy Orton comes out and he says, listen, Edge, congratulations because at WrestleMania, the better man won. And they play his music and Orton leaves. And he comes back in the ring and he says, I, I can't, I can't do it. I tried. Listen, I was even going to, I was also going to put this behind you and I was going to say, you know what? We could go back to being friends and, you know, maybe even team up, I, maybe, but that can't happen because at WrestleMania, the better man won, but the better wrestler didn't. You, and I'm like, hmm, interesting. He says, listen, all you did was win a match with no rules because you used the chair, two chairs. You might have grit and passion, but I have natural ability. Okay. Orton says, listen, if you have the guts, let's have Edge versus Orton at Backlash in a straight-up wrestling match. Regular fries match. One, two, three match. Charlie's like, gets in the ring. She's like, Edge, what do you think about that? Edge doesn't answer. And then Charlie says the funniest thing I've ever heard in wrestling history. She says, well, this is amazingly yeah, bad. I, how, how did this, who told, <clears throat> why was this on the show? I don't know. Listen, Orton and Edge are already selling the match to me. But then Charlie says, well, 
if it happens, it will be the greatest wrestling match ever. Somewhere, Kenny Omega is can't stop laughing and getting on the phone, calling up Okada and saying, are you watching this? Well, what's funny is the whole, and they did this correctly. Again, Raw, I don't know what show I'm watching. Because you had the specialty match before the wrestling match, they explained why we did that, which they never would have done before. Yeah. They explained, okay, we had the specialty match. Now yes. we're going to have a wrestling match because this is wrestling and I am a better wrestler. So they explained why we're working backwards from a specialty this match is... to a regular match. But then she has the pain of this She does that. And then, like I said, Kenny Omega calls Okada and he's like, did you, did you, were you watching this? And Okada's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And then, <laughs> oh, and also Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is calling Macho Man Randy Savage and the phone just Not keeps ringing. So. <laughs> Um, so, <clears throat> or just George picks up and she goes, did you hear about that? What I said about Stephanie? Oh, Larry, it's ruin it. So what is with the effort put into the, forget that last funniest line of all time. What, what the heck? Like I said, they actually went to the, and explained why you would go from a specialty match to a regular match. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Almost just every piece of raw made sense. Almost everything on Raw was interesting. What the? There was still no crowd? No. That didn't no. change? No. Story. So what I'm changed? You, oh, quality, if you're trying, ever in doubt about effort. anything in life, realize that story controls everything in life. And they told stories. <clears throat> Logical crazy. stories. Wow. Yeah. Again, very happy. But very mad at WWE because that means they have the ability and just don't use it. It's very sad to me. So, email, Larry. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That was that was your show? That was wrong. Yeah. Thanks, John. Uh, dear SWF, been needing a lot of cheering up lately and didn't expect Raw to put a smile on my face, but it did. Why can't they do this every week? Cheers to Joe for me getting me interested in checking it out in the first place from Grumpy to Electric Boogaloo. Again, when we talk about we get to talk for hours, which we have been, which makes us seem like we think we're something special. But again, wrestling fans, look, they recognize quality. They're like, hey, what what happened here? Yeah. I was entertained. It's We're not special. No. Just put a quality product out there and we will respond. Look at that. It's nuts. Right, it's nuts. I it felt like a different alternative universe that I was watching Raw and yep. said, "Hey, this was a good use of my three hours." That was yep. the thing. This was a good use of my three hours. I do not regret watching Raw. Nope, didn't feel I don't like know a three-hour show to me. Last time I would have said that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I watched Raw. It's crazy. Wow. Yep. Who would have thought? Pay per view, not so much. All right. I mean, we're going to give our ratings this week, the rankings. Okay. You want to go first? Oh, yeah. I can't. I've never been <laughs> so excited to give Raw the number one spot. Yep. Agreed. Is that, that's crazy. That's crazy. Raw, AEW, NXT, and SmackDown. And guess what? It's unanimous this week. All three of us think the same exact way because that's the way it played out. There was a clear pattern. We hit it. Um, and, and, Congratulations, Raw, for not sucking and going back to number one. 
Can it keep and, it up and, next and week? For everybody who know. wants to complain that we're negative, we just gushed about Raw. You know yep. why? Because it was good. Yep. No other reason. <clears throat> exactly. No Excuse one me. paid us. We nope. don't have any deals with anyone. Nope. We're not kissing up to anybody. Nope. Raw was good, and we said, hey, Raw was really good. Yep. Yep. I couldn't believe it. it. Sucked. So, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that good. Um, but it had good stuff on it. It was just the main of the main event was turds. Um, so there you go. That's your week in wrestling. Um, please go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan and help support the show. If you can, if you enjoyed what you heard today, um, you know, if everybody gave a little bit, we could bring back retro right away. And, um, uh, it'd be so awesome if we could do that. And also, again, we are transparent about everything our numbers, how much we earn, everything's on our Patreon page. So you don't need to go out there to somebody's Patreon that's already a millionaire and give them money and whatever. Use it, not just on us, but use it on artists that actually need it and could it could really benefit during the pandemic. And um, yeah, yeah don't we don't waste we don't, it on I stupid know we stuff. Kind of, we come off as bitter about things. We're not saying give us all the money. No, it's just no. Realize that there's people doing this that are not millionaires. I know no. for some reason every millionaire jumped in here and wants $75 for some reason. I don't know why a millionaire needs $75, but they want it from you. Again, like, so, let me tell you another one. Again, nothing against him, but Zack Ryder, the millionaire from WWE that's had a job for over a decade in WWE and is a millionaire that has a half a million dollar toy collection, is asking people to buy his Pro Wrestling Tees multiple shirts on there. And it's like to help during the pandemic. He does not need your help. He got fired from WWE. He is fine. He is. He's still rolling in a Scrooge McDuck money bin full of money. Okay. And if don't please, don't please, give the money to us. Give it to some charity. Give it to something. I'm just exactly saying. help COVID. Do something good yep. with the money. But I'm saying just be. Listen, I understand you might really want, like Zack Ryder, would I want to help him. And, and I it's like nothing Zack against, Ryder. Right. It's nothing against Zack Ryder. It's that when, think before you donate. Think before you spend. Think before, you know, if it's just that you like the t-shirt or whatever, you like the guy, whatever, that's fine. But don't, don't be fooled into the people that need help during the pandemic or don't be fooled into, you know, like what we said about the Lisa Simpson podcast where she's like, you know, I make $400,000 an episode, but I need $75 for my Patreon or whatever. That doesn't make any sense. Please use, just use common sense and, and just think about it before you go throwing your money away, especially during a time when you probably need the money more than anybody. Exactly. So don't be giving yes. it away to idiots. And if you don't, if you can't afford to give it to us, don't give it to us either. That's all. I just want people to be informed. That's all I ask. Yeah. Be informed. Don't be influenced. That's what our thing should be. Oh, that's a good little catchphrase there, Joe. Be, be educated. Don't be influenced. How about that? Yes. There's and my new thing. Watching YouTube videos, not education. There's my stuff. new thing. Be educated, not influenced. There. Done. <sighs> that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody.